when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. What's good, Internet? It is Friday, September 3rd, and you are listening to Waypoint Radio, episode 424. I'm your host, Austin Walker. Joining me today, Ricardo Contreras. Yo. And Patrick Klepek. Hello. Do you know where my keys are? I have a theory. Hmm. I don't. What's your theory? I'll let you know if it's right. <laughs> okay. So, uh, according to the tile that I have attached to my keys, because I can't, cannot keep track of my keys. Uh, yeah. It is just... D- d- you know, put it in the same spot. I have hooks, and so it just. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard your tips. I eventually just bought a device. <laughs> you got to, a tile. To, yeah, I to just it. make a beep. Um, I lost my keys in a printer once, so I can't talk. Right. Whoa. So okay, well, let's hold that one. We'll do. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what? No sidebar. Before I continue my story, how yeah, did your how did your key? Get I have lost? no idea. They were in there, okay. and I took like two hours looking for them. I missed like <laughs> a test or something. I was, it was night times. Like, so I couldn't hang out with my paper friends. Slots? I found them. In like no, in the bat like in the printer. Like, <laughs> like, open like the- almost like you were going to replace the ink and I like, must have replaced out. the ink. Oh I must God. have replaced the ink while holding my keys like on the way out the door. <laughs> okay. Knowing college Austin, what probably uh-huh. happened was I had a <laughs> four paper in the morning. Uh-huh. More no, probably more like nine fifty and I had a ten AM class. Right, but this right. is I guess I I said four to insinuate because you've said multiple times you were Oh, I was an all-nighter. I was an all-nighter. At four in the morning, I was still writing that paper, Patrick. Mm-hmm. I finish it 10 start, minutes before class. You started at four. Right. I probably started at four. <laughs> I stopped playing Oblivion. I was like, all right, now I'm ready to write about cunt. I'm in the right headspace. Oh, yeah. Now I'm ready to go. I've got my um, jump to 99. I finished this Daedric Tower. Right. I've got my jump to 99. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, the categorical imperative says. Uh, and so, write, write that. my guess is, write that paper. No, this doesn't make any sense. Because I would have gotten back into my room. So, ah, I was going to say I must have printed out the go- – gone to print out the paper, replaced the ink right. with my keys in hand, mm-hmm. left them in there, and then left. But then I wouldn't have been able to get back in my room. So we had those doors that you could open them without the key from the inside, obviously. Right. But if right. you close them, they auto-locked. Oh. Right? Huh. So hmm. I couldn't have just like left my door open. So I must have done the ink replacement. Maybe it was just – no, because I had a friend come over and help me find them. <laughs> So it couldn't have been 4 a.m. A friend of mine came over and like helped me tear my room apart. And then she found them in my printer, which is very embarrassing. Because if I had just Maybe found them in the fl- printer. You, there's not like a this bro, is an older the, it, printer. You couldn't have flung them. Like there's no, not it's like, like I threw them and it was like a uh you know plastic HP laser cup. jet, whatever no, thing. It was like you had to undo the oh, if I threw yeah. it, I would have you, broke you know the how printer. like it would have plastic printer. Or you know how you, you sometimes when you first are learning about how atoms work? And how mm. matter works, uh-huh. and it's just like 
all matter is loose. It's there's nothing. Nothing is actually truly solid. And if you, <laughs> there's always a chance that two atoms could like pass by one another. Sure, almost as if that's just like it's just it's it's we're lucky that it doesn't happen. We're not lucky. There are a lot of forces involved that prevent <laughs> this from happening. But when you're young and you're first learning about this, mm-hmm. you go, "Wow, it's weird that things don't just blend into one another. We never truly touch, do we? What if I threw the keys the right exact moment in time and space that they that they like <laughs> teleported through? Somehow you the were plastic. in a Spielberg movie all of a sudden, right? Exactly. Exactly. That's yeah. the one sort of that's the one magic moment of my life was somehow explaining my key. I can't explain it. He's in the printer. Um anyway, we found so, out eventually it's okay. So give me your theory on your t- have you checked your printer? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know? It's, it's down on it would I'll be check it, I'll check it after you this. You should check it after the <laughs> I did print. I printed my my kid has their first like a cookie sale. So I printed yeah. that out to remind us to like, you should give it check to my mom. The, you I'll have check. To, okay. What are Austin's keys doing here? <laughs> extremely funny. And so anyway, I so the tile says uh, it was last pinged at six fifty five in the morning, and now it has not been seen for roughly twenty four hours. I didn't worry about when I couldn't find them yesterday right. to go pick up my kids because I just assumed, oh, I threw them. Somewhere when I got home, I'll just you find them when I get back. You need them to go pick up your kids? Well, I have, we have, my wife doesn't gotcha. takes the train yeah, to the okay. city, so there's a week sure. for work, and so her there's keys are always pair. home. Yeah. Gotcha. So I was like, I'll just use those and find them wherever I threw, yeah. them, threw them around. Well, you know, I, I've given that 24 hours, and I've done, like, you know, the kid cleanup. Like, yep. I've done, mm-hmm. like, the dishes. I've been at all the usual places. Yep. Has not surfaced. And now the wrinkle in this is that I've been putting off replacing the battery and the tiles. Uh, um, they have been telling me repeatedly please please patrick replace our watch batteries they cost nothing (laughs) just just replace them (laughs) but they but they haven't died yet they are still functioning they will still like i'm here so is that how often does that check-in system work any time that it is i I don't know how long if it's if it can be pinged if it can be detected via bluetooth i don't know how often it's doing it but um so I don't know if that's like every. I can't imagine it's like every thirty seconds. So that's it's probably right. like so, it. So that's there's a, probably it, a, there's like high level and low level Bluetooth. I'm, I'm getting out of my tech space. I need Brad yeah, and Will yeah, yeah. to get in here. But I <laughs> I think there are like low power versions where like it can stay in touch with a thing without like massively draining. But that's ultimately where like the, the battery power of the tile it, is disappearing from. Right, it's like right. hey, I need to be here at any time to be right, right, right. Found and that's, by and your phone. The way that works is that your phone pings it. Right. There's nothing like there's no like GPS signal in the tile. You can get you can get stuff like that, but these tiles are purely just I think a like low level Bluetooth connection right, that is just right. like yo, right. hi. Another um, like this is like they're there for the ninety percent of the time when you lose your phone, you lose whatever your tiles attached to your your uh, keys it, within and it's reach. Near you. And, and it's yeah, near this, you. this isn't I like lost I left it in it. my backyard. I, I lost it in my right. house. I lost this is not. I left it at the grocery store because you're gonna wa- you're gonna walk the phone around right if you if you're not in range to be like. Uh, oh, this is where it last saw it. I'll just like, right. like I, I left it at my uh, my neighbor's backyard once and was right. like, it said, I think I'm here. And then uh, I walked around there and found it and it goes ping, ping, ping. I don't um, even remember how this happened. But one time my dad, my dad, it was while my dad was driving me back. I want to say this is from when he was driving me back from Canada, from from when I was up there in school and I was moving to New York again to go work at Giant Bomb. I want to say that was that trip. Um, And on the hmm, no, because that would have been a big truck. It must have just been some other late late night trip. It was the middle of the fucking night, and somehow, oh, we we had to like pull over briefly 
and and he, print something and print something <laughs> or his phone oh there's something wrong with the car i don't remember what the situation mm-hmm. was but he, his phone fell in his pocket and we drove <sighs> on and then like what kind of ten, phone are we talking like an iphone and like oh, 10 okay. minutes later right. like a, this, this was not that this was not super super long though. this was like well some people are still hanging on to a, a flip phone you yeah, know i don't sure. know i mean if it was a flip phone this would just story would be over right now but, yeah, yeah, yeah just go get another phone. one yeah yeah but we like drove for like 10 minutes you know going fast going you know you're the only car on the road at at 2 a.m <laughs> yeah. fast uh and he was like fuck i lost my phone and i was like it's not over what is your apple like let, we can log in let's try to find my iphone on your phone right and we got on we got like off the highway came back around the other direction like found it on the i'll find my iphone and then like again we we're like the only cars on the road swung <laughs> back around the other way on the highway and just drove real slow until it looked like we were near it and uh, hit the, like ping the sound uh-huh. like there it was on right on the shoulder very was fun. It scratched up, still workable. Yeah, it was a little. It was like a little dinged up because well, it was like on the highway. Yeah, 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 exactly. But, but his phone got back. I felt very good about that. That made up for me in my mind for the printer situation that one time. <laughs> yeah, you know, as I passed on the helping someone find something that was that's lost true. In an well, now you got the, the the technology to to ping a thing. Yes, um, exactly. Or, exactly. Or really, it, it is like the the. Uh, it's like the advent of like Yahoo Maps and stuff like that. It's like, ah, yes. I can finally forget how to get places. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and my brain just deleted whatever RAM it was setting aside for directions. <laughs> like, it just doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. <laughs> and that's also what happened with my keys. It was like, with once I could ping like, it, it was like, yeah. bye. Like, never <laughs> short term memory is not what? associating with the keys. I now anymore. have a little cup by the door. I put them in the cup. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, need, so, yeah, so you use this. Anyway, to so say, we, we yeah. so, so, uh, 6.55, and so I've been thinking this I, I this morning, I tore apart the house. 6.55 a.m., which Yesterday is- Yesterday a.m. A.m. is the last time that it pinged, and then yeah. it's just like, yo, I'm gone. I'm off right. I'm off the grid. Right. The thing right. that doesn't make sense is I replaced all the batteries and all the other tiles at the same time, and all of those are still, hey, replace Why the battery, please. Why didn't you replace please. this one? Oh. Well, no, 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 so that's what I'm saying. It's a, I see. Is it, is it possible that- this battery died ahead of time, ahead of schedule. And these others are just going to, you know, croak pretty soon. Or is it that something else happened to it? So then I was like working through, well, what could have happened to it at 6.55 a.m.? Our daily routine is yeah. that because I have to pick up and uh, drop off the kids from school and uh, I stay up later playing games for work and stuff like that. My wife usually lets me sleep like until the last possible minute in the morning, which is around okay. 645. And then I got to okay. get my ass up and I got to help with the kids and get, get, help her get out the door, yada, yada, yada. She does some, uh, she, I do a lot of the laundry, dishwashing and stuff like that, but she does some of that if like the kids are settled, eating breakfast, watching something. So my theory, I, I will be able to, I'll be the loop back around to this <laughs> next week because I, I didn't <laughs> yeah. have time this morning to figure it out because it showed me where the last ping was and it was close enough that I can, it's a part of the house. Like okay. I was walking with the blue dot on my phone and it was like, it lines up with the left side of our house, which either could be outside along mm-hmm. like the walkway to the backyard. Um, it could be on the edge of the backyard. It could be in the garage on the left side of the garage where I get in to the car. I'm mean, often I'm carrying a lot of mm. things for the kids, backpacks, right. and sure. diapers and sure. shit like that. That also, if you go up vertically, lines up with our room and the baby's room. Right. And also, so I, which I tore about all those rooms. Nothing. Not not. Oh. And the only thing that's left is that at some point earlier this week, I was wearing blue shorts and they were kind of dirty from something. And they mm. didn't match the shirt I wanted to wear. So I had to wear my tan shorts. And I took those off. 
Yeah. And the only other room in the house that lines up with that dot is the laundry. And, and I, at 6.55, I do not do the laundry at 6.55. You know who right. does the laundry at 6.55? My wife. Your wife. So I think what Patrick, might have happened. Patrick, can you just go check? Do you want to go check the, the dryer? Yeah, go right check. Now? Yeah. All right, you and Kyle talk about we'll something. Talk I'm going to go something. fold that laundry. I'll be right. back in it because I can't just like open it. So give me like 10 <laughs> minutes. Talk about Pokemon Unite. We'll talk about like Pokemon start, Unite. Blast start that way. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll I'm going to go yeah. see. I'm going to go, go see if I can see. solve this mystery. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. This all right. I'll be yeah. back. Video game mysteries. Video game mysteries. E3 mysteries. Um, <laughs> hi, Kata. What's, hey, up, how's what's going? Okay. I <laughs> I can't just redo the bit that I did yeah. last night. But I would I would suggest bit. that people go to my Twitter yeah. feed to see what my thoughts are on Blastoise, who was just added to Pokemon Unite. Yeah. Not I don't know shit about how he play. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I do know how he I do know how he play. Right. But I don't know how he plays in Pokemon right. Unite. <laughs> Um, oh. I mean, the truth is, Blastoise don't play. Uncle Blastoise right. do not play. <laughs> uh, but he's in Pokemon Unite now, and uh, he's he has an incredible. Uh, the, the real thing before you, like, yeah. you know what? No, I'm not going to spoil the thing. I'm not going to no? spoil the yeah. thing. Okay, we let people go. Just it. go to twittercom underscore walker yeah. I think all my most recent tweets are about. He's got. A, he's a got. Skin, he's got a, an, outfit. Yeah, an outfit. He's got. He's fit got a that fit. Is incredible. <laughs> Yeah, it's very funny. On, it's very it's, good. It's, I think it's only appropriate that Blastoise got drip. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Um, he, yeah, he's got lots of drip all over the place because it's fucking his. <laughs> it's very interesting. Uh, he's got a kind of more experimental moveset than most of the other, the rest of the game. In Ooh. in general, you have kind of two set, two. you have two moves in this game. Um, yeah. Aside from your audio attacks, so two special right. moves, and then like so you're like, hey, I'm hitting people, I'm hitting people, and sometimes you're hitting people will become like a stronger hitting person thing on your third or third attack or fourth attack or second. Right, attack, those are your auto are. attacks, and then you have two right. moves that are like right. the, your abilities, right? Um, yes, yes. Uh, and those two moves of- can level up into two other different moves that yeah. sort of highlight or like take a version of that like part of that move and extend it normally in some way right. or provide some sort of alternate utility so like hey you're if you start with a move where you can like do a little damage and knock someone back maybe you can make it where it doesn't do the knockback but it does more damage or you can make it knock way back or stun them and, right. and still not do a lot of damage but focus on the control aspect for instance yeah yeah so you have a little uh some options for like building out pokemon as you like level up in a match um mm-hmm. and Normally, the kind of setup for these sets of uh, abilities is that they generally combo or play off each other pretty well. Uh, right. You're usually doing one, then the other, or things like that. Uh, Bastoise has this really interesting move called uh, Rapid Spin, where yeah. uh, he basically, like, ducks into his shell and, like, you know, spins around like a little fucking... Uh, like Beyblade. Beyblade. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I like a Beyblade. I was like, damn, they put Blade, they put Beyblade <laughs> in this game. Um, but what's interesting is that you can use your other moves while that's happening, and it makes them oh. all AOE based, like around you, right? Because it's like that's the other moves wild. that you have on the other button are either Hydro Pump, which is um like just a really strong blast from his water cannons that will push people really far. Nice. Or um, what was the other one? Water spout, I think, is the name of it. Which is uh, normally a little AOE uh, slow um, 
Okay. But that completely changes when you do it while spinning. While spinning, Water Spout becomes an AoE, like, damage attack, where you're just, like, spewing water out of all of, like, the holes in the shell and spinning, and it does, like, a surprising amount of damage. And then um, Hydro Pump kind of works the same, but, like, it's more like a, a push in every direction, obviously, because you're spinning in the circle instead of like one direction because you're shooting from the cannons, right? So this is a really this is a really interesting like new thing where it's just like, oh, this move changes while this other move is happening, right? Yeah, like you can actually use them in tandem, um, which right. is really fun. And is is rapid what's it called? Rapid spin? Yeah. Is rapid spin like the only one you can t- no, What's the alternative to rapid spin? The alternative to rapid spin is surf. Um, okay. So and you can choose which, not to do rapid spin. Yeah, yeah. You still have an option okay. there. It's just like, it's wild that rapid spin kind of, the way that it kind of like really drastically yeah. changes the way that you position. Um, you end up kind of diving into groups of enemies because you also like kind of, you get you get a little faster as you're spinning around in your shell. Um, oh, so you can kind of like get in do this AOE damage and try to like get back out before the move ends. It also gives you a little bit of once it's at its highest level, it gives you some defense so that that isn't as dangerous. At first it's a little dangerous to get two in the middle of everyone because you're just going to get bursted down. Um, But Um, it's a very interesting risk reward because he's also, he's a tank. Um, Oh, interesting. So he can take a hit right in there yeah, and, and if he's doing AOE damage at that point, that, that that's a lot of extra. That's not normally. I guess I, I, some tanks in that game do do AOE stuff. Yeah, like more just like to keep attention. You know. Yeah, it's mostly like um like CC, like crowd right, control right, right. stuff. Like yes, uh, Snorlax pushback is, is still that. Yeah. Yes. The, the, that's the that's the other thing is that you can kind of uh, still build into whether you want to be more uh, like disruptive versus damage dealing um mm-hmm. there's this there's this interesting thing where the game has kind of has like essentially five different roles that characters fall into uh all arounder which are your melee uh melee attacker people that um generally do pretty good damage with their auto uh with their like mm-hmm. moves um attackers which generally do pretty good damage with their auto attacks and are always ranged uh right. tanks which you know they're beefy they're gonna they're, be hard to tough. take down yeah mm-hmm. uh speedsters which are quick and generally like to get in and get out and supports which supports right. is kind of the weirdest one because uh some of them are healers and some of them are like kind of half like, yeah. like weird crowd control stuff that isn't exactly always stuns, but things that will disrupt a, a team fight. And in support, support has always been the weirdest one because it's so uh, there's so many things that f- can fall under support. Um, but all the other ones have been kind of stable as like if the if a character is a speedster, they're always gonna kind of play in this thing. zone. Right, right, right. This is the first tank that we see splitting out from the normal tank of like I'm going to use crowd control to disrupt and also right. like put my body in front in order to like d- tank damage. For, tank damage while other damage dealers getting good hits. Right. Yeah. Where Blastoids is absolutely like, no, I'm getting in there. I'm dealing the damage. Like I can build, right. you can build <laughs> Blastoids to be the one that's going to like pump out 
big AOE damage while everyone yeah, else kind of sure. like focusing on the edges. Um, which is a it's it's great that they're pushing at the edges of what those roles well, can be. I, I think it's interesting because Venusaur feels coming is an attacker who feels like they come at it from the other direction where you can make a really a really survivable Venusaur if instead of doing the common um sludge bomb solar, solar beam. beam build, yeah, yeah. you do you do the one that has the self-heal. Yeah, you definitely um, and I forget what that move is called, but sometimes if I, if uh, I was pedal, playing yeah, pedal dance, I is think. that what it is? Yeah, something like okay, that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um or pedal right? swarm? Pedal it is pedal something. I pedal think you're right. Yeah. Uh uh there have been times when I was like, we don't have a tank, I've already locked into Venusaur, I'm gonna build towards towards self-heal. That way I could take a few more hits. You're not a full tank, but you can like you can hold down a spot in a way you could not without that self-heal. Right. Um, and so it's neat to see Blastoise come at that from literally the opposite direction yeah. of being the tank who can who can build towards uh DPS basically. Yeah. You like are never going to be enough damage on your own necessarily, but it's right. You can't push a point necessarily. Yeah, but it's definitely a situation where you're gonna turn the tide of a battle by getting in the middle of everyone and just kind of dealing right. a bunch of damage right. all at once. Um yeah. and yeah, it's specifically for tanks, they've all kind of fallen into like uh the other three are Snorlax, Slowbro, and uh Crustle. And they've all kind of fallen into a very um similar role of like you're gonna be the one that is doing your your stuns and stuff like that uh-huh. in order to uh you know catch out the speedsters and attackers yep. on the other and team. then just drop them yeah um but uh, giga drain it's giga drain it's not right a pedal dance. Oh, pedal oh. dance is the aoe around around you, you. Yeah, giga, yeah. yeah i was playing with like giga drain plus solar beam or whatever to to do okay yeah the, i guess giga drain plus pedal dance is probably the stronger pure like i need to play a, a tank but i'm a mm. venusaur build but mm-hmm. Patrick is back. Successful? No. Head shakes. Wow. That was a great theory, Uh, but it was not correct. It felt so good. Like when I (laughs) thought about it this morning and I opened the dryer and there were clothes in there, I was like, oh shit. Yeah, I saw it in there. Like (laughs) crushed it. No. Did you ask did you ask your wife? I did. Um she thinks maybe one of the she thinks one of the kids just like walked off with it, which is definitely Uh. Possible. possible um but that keeps yes, it in kids. the house but it, it doesn't yeah. explain was it in the dryer you said that well that's where the laundry you i mean I assume, I assume the water i assume the water would have killed the battery right and then oh yeah then the dryer would have <laughs> buried that the would, corpse did you <laughs> check the washer did you check to see if they I did, there's out? nothing in there what about the there. dryer like the do you get things in the lint trap that are big or is it one of not those that, big no, no. Any, anything okay. it, only thing that goes in there are like really really tiny Okay. You know, dirt sand, or, things yeah. like that that can like slip sure. through. But um, I don't know. So the six fifty five like Fuck. question <laughs> continues. Um, uh. I mean it's po- it's it's possible the keys were on top of the car, but then it would have pinged at some point. Well, how on my would you have driven the car? Maybe I would have grabbed the other keys in the no, morning. No, because you would have had know. the keys to get them into the car. Yeah, I I agree. It doesn't make sense, Austin. <laughs> uh, those keys have got to be here. And it's not, it's like not the end of the world, but it's like just, there's like seven it's, things I need to get yeah, made. Yeah. Like the key fob is proprietary yeah, to the car. Thing. Like that's, that's a whole thing. That costs yeah. 50 bucks. It's not a fancy new, it's an older, it's a 2014. Uh, so it's, they're like, some of those like key fobs are like really expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah. is, but it's not, you got to go to the dealer and do a whole thing. And yeah. I don't want to do that. So I will probably, 
check back in six months when I am just using my wife's keys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's literally I hope, I what hope. I had to do recently. Not recently. It's been a couple years now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That's how I've, time works, isn't it? Yeah, fuck. Have it you was, gotten the keys replaced since? Or are you still you still rocking No, the... we had a spare set and so she took the spare set. Now we need another spare set. But there you go. uh oh, I lost my keys on a flight, I think, and I never was so that's how long that was. It was when flying was a thing still. Uh and um I just started borrowing hers and then I started using it more like it was one of those things where i i was using them more so they just became my my set now mm-hmm. yeah that's what i that's should do yeah that's what happened here <laughs> makes sense um well pokemon unite is still good otherwise kind of any, yeah. any other big unite things we, we, we kind of cover it no i mean we kind of cover it there's a new peak pikachu dress that's cool sick Got, like a commode like a uh um, what's it called? Like um, I guess it's a kimono. The like a festival kimono, though. You know, festival style. It's fun. It's gotcha. cute. Uh-huh. Um, aside from that, it's uh, it's been it's been good. Like they've they're still bad at uh translating their patch notes, but the <sighs> community has taken it upon themselves to translate them better uh-huh. because they actually give like full patch notes. Uh, in I believe in 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 Japanese, but the oh, the, that's interesting. the English ones oh. do not get like as many details. It's very much like, yeah, we're not going to localize that. Uh, we're just going to like say there were changes. <laughs> um, yeah, which is weird. Like I did, I didn't realize that that would be. I would assume that they would just translate whatever it was, and like that they were being vague across the board, but they're not. Uh, yeah. But yeah, otherwise right. that game is. Still fun, still still good, still enjoying I, I it a lot. Fell off of it not because I, I fell off of it because of the, the curse of, of podcasting and streaming, which is like I did it twice. Yeah, I'm not gonna play probably more than this, and now I'm done. I Bye. probably I probably would have, but there's like uh uh like gr- a small group that just like I'm the fifth mm-hmm. that would complete the group, and nobody uh, wants to would... play with a rando. And I was like, okay, well, yeah. I'm not going to be the one. Otherwise, to... <laughs> that group falls apart. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, that makes perfect sense. Um, hi, Patrick. Hi, welcome back. And sorry for the keys thing. Uh, yeah, I'm the low key upset. Uh, wow, low key. Because it, <laughs> well, like no it was key. like a world where you didn't make me go do this, and then I I got to just like wonder about the theory. <laughs> For the rest of the podcast, and then I and then I could have been mad after the podcast. So Instead, now you're mad now. You made me go and and well, let's try to what's let's try to make your mood better. What's a, what's a game you played that you liked? Uh, Share with well, the I, class. I, yeah, we could put a put a, uh, a lid on on Psychonauts two. I, I yeah, I, I, I kept. I, I've been unable to put that game down to the point where that you know I would like finish a draft of a piece waiting for edits, and I'm like, I think I'm like an hour away, and then I play 45 <laughs> minutes, look up a walkthrough, and it's like. Oh no, I'm like three hours uh, away. Um, when this game uh, drops the "Hey, like when we get started here, like when you press A, we're gonna start the end game." Like its definition of the end game is like, "Hey, we've got another six hours." Um, it's it's more that like the way Psychonauts Two is structured is uh, very linear opening act than like the Act Two. Um, if we're to define it as a three act structure, is this kind of open world playground? There's a bunch, couple different, you know, a handful of different areas you're going to, 
uh, like the le- like the quote unquote levels are like the mines that you're jumping into. Um, and then the game at a certain point is like almost gets jittery and it's like, hey, we want to go back to being linear again. So it's not so much that like the end is starting and it's like you're about to trigger the credits. It's like, hey, we just don't want you wandering around anymore. Like we're going to kind of keep the the train on a, on a track. And so there is a long uh, or lo- longish act, act three. Um, but like, as I mentioned uh, on the last, peg, last podcast, uh, it's a delight. I think they stick the landing. I, I don't know that this game has the same creative heights that you know in the first one like specifically things like the milkman conspiracy level mm-hmm. which is just such a i don't even want to spoil it because i think this is like a time in which people are going back to that original game sure. and but if go look it up if if you want to uh read about uh truly one of the more ingenious uh levels in a platform action adventure whatever like it's just a really a really clever uh, setup for, uh, for something. And, and this game doesn't have anything like that, but I think it probably has a better s- story. I am now increasingly, hmm. I, I kind of, I don't hmm. think you need, you, st- you do not need to play okay. the first one, but it really, <laughs> it, I, th- I, th- there are moments in this game that would have benefited from me, like just watching the wrap up video right. to a degree right. that I right. was not expecting them to like, mm. I mean, Psychonauts one and two are a, a, ultimately are a singular story in which the second one does not require the knowledge of the first. Um, and they do, I think, as I'd mentioned, like a good enough job setting up those beats, but you're going to, you're just going to get more out of it. Mm-hmm. If, if you at least like have a framework right. and an understanding of like what happened in the first one, why is Rasputin here? What's the situation with his family? Um, because these really do feel like, you know, I don't know the history of how these stories were constructed. If this was like high level, like on a piece of paper, at Double Fine 15 years ago, because it feels that way. It feels like this is a complete, like, part one and part two uh, sort of story, and it's 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 really good. I, I really like the way it I like the message that it has to say. It is fast. I tweeted this in a uh, fairly snarky fashion in a way that mm-hmm. I don't normally do uh, last night, but to have played this in 12 minutes back-to-back in which the themes of both are about memory and trauma and healing... Like one of these games sure. has something to say about that, and another <laughs> uses it as a stunt, um, right? For right. for its plot, um, and you know, Psychonauts Two is the game that has something to say about like what it means to grow and change, to forget things, to remember things you have forgotten. Why do we forget things? Like <laughs> you know, yes, this is a fantastical world where <laughs> they can essentially wave psychic magic wands to mess with people's brains but what's act you know what is happening here is very readable to the average person about how we process the things that happen in our life the mistakes that we make how we project that onto other people and onto ourselves and i just think it's a it's a it's a it's a really good story i i really like where it ends up and i'm i'm just genuinely shocked that especially for how closely tied it is to plot points characters and setups in the first that a it works as well as it does divorced from all that knowing that so many players were not going to touch that story mm. um and that they had like the conviction to stick to that to the, like that's the story we're going to tell and i i think it i think it absolutely works and it's a it's a it's a really lovely work uh that i'm 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 just I, I, part of it is just i'm just shocked it works as well as it does it is as good as it is it's also i think a really good example of um you know frequently i think when i've talked to developers of like what's going to you know especially in this generation where we're hitting in some ways, diminishing returns on 
like the sort of generational leaps in graphics that we've come to expect if you've been playing games for, you know, 30 on years where sometimes you buy a new device and it's like, we're jumping from 2D to 3D. Holy shit. Like, that's just not the way the world like game tech works anymore. Right. But, I, right. you know, I've heard for years like, hey, the big thing going forward is going to be lighting. Like lighting is going to be one of those transformative things that has like different forms of like lighting technology come on, you know, starting with things like HDR and then growing into tech terms that I can't tell you, but I just know exist because the lighting in Psychonauts 2 is just spectacular. Like it's a game that jumps off the screen and it's just so utterly gorgeous in a way that um, I it like frequently took my breath away in terms of just how, how it looks from just like, I would just sit and look at scenes and it's like the character models aren't like the highest, like the most complicated thing I've ever seen. It's just like the way it's constructed and the lighting and it's the lighting in particular I found really impressive in Psychonauts 2. So very good game, extremely good game. Surprised how good that game is. And I, and I think, you know, when I mentioned this when we when Rob and I first talked about Psychonauts 2, sometimes is a double fine ga- game getting by purely on the inherent charm that is like present in so many double fine games? Or does it rise above that? And this game, I think, just soars so far past that. Awesome. It, 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 yeah. it, 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 it goes, it, it is not just charming. Cause I think a charming can come across as a pejorative at times, yeah. especially in a world of, wholesome games discourse like what does charming what does wholesome like i don't those words have in some ways i think also with the double fine games like there's often like oh yeah it has some cute ideas well here you Mm -hmm. know people Mm -hmm. talking about like stacking like that era of double fine specifically that like late 2000s early 2010s the cave a lot of downloading uh, massive chalice a game that i like a lot but have even said damned it with that faint praise you know yes yes exactly so so it's nice to hear that this is like more it's, yeah, it's the complete, complete package. package. It, 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 yeah. is, it uh-huh. is like top to bottom. Uh, just, our brains just being completely wired <laughs> to just like, how am I supposed to end this sentence according to the lexicon of games? Cre- oh, the complete package. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's got uh-huh. it all. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's on Game Pass. And it, oh, um, and it's on Game Pass. <laughs> and it's on Game Pass. Um, uh. But it, uh, yeah, it's it's very good. Hi, it comes with my my highest recommendation. And I'm now I'm I'm delighted to... I want Rob to play more of it to see because he's just not the he just like doesn't play these types of games. Right. Really? Right. You know, totally. Um, totally. And so the fact that he was finding it uh, like he was taken by the world. I'm just so curious how he takes to to the the, the rest of it as someone that doesn't touch that stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I do think it is the kind of game that especially they really uh, I didn't mess with this stuff, but they really talked a lot about the accessibility features in the game, both from a perspective of folks that, that need that in order to purely play the game at all. Um, yeah. But also from a understanding that, man, whatever, like you don't want to engage with combat and you just want to go pew, 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 and they all die. Uh-huh. Uh, this game has all that stuff. And so if you like are curious about the story and the world and the characters and just don't want to engage with like collecting enough uh, stuff in the world to get levels up that then let you cash in for upgrades for right. the different uh, mechanics, I feel like it seems like this game has enough dials you can turn that you can play the equivalent of a story mode um, and, and just be here for that. And I, I I think you'll get enough out of it to uh, to want to go on that journey, um, even if you don't engage with more of the platforming and, and combat elements of the game, which I think are fine. But are yeah, th- that, that part is still true is like the best part is the story in the world. Um, I just think the flo- the floor on the other stuff has raised to a degree that. I, I hope they can keep increasing that floor going forward. That makes sense. Um, 
let me, uh, I guess, speaking of things where I feel like the floor has been raised a little bit, uh, I don't talk about Genshin Impact that much on the podcast, mm. largely because it doesn't need my fucking support. It's a hugely <laughs> successful game that people uh, uh, know about. And also its monetization strategy is rightfully criticized uh, all the time because in general, gacha games are already uh, very exploitative, especially for, for folks who have gambling addictions, for folks who have uh, uh, issues with impulse control. Um, but it's not, I even don't even like saying like folks who have impulse control, uh, you know, issues because the design of storefronts, the design of the way that that content is deployed is all meant to prey upon even even folks who everybody right. It's well, meant it's, to, it's it's meant the, to like, get you excited to drop where, cash, uh, thing, right? Like, so, do I like necessarily agree with like the Chinese government saying like kids can only play three hours a day? Like I don't know that that's the stick that I'd be using. Do do I look at that laws like that as a response to boy, we've certainly let science figure out to a T how to psychologically exploit people um, and have done absolutely uh-huh. nothing uh-huh. to stop it. And so it's is, wild. It sho- is it shocking that at some point someone might raise their hand with like a really heavy stick and be like, bad. <laughs> like, I'm not saying stop that's necessarily it. where that came from, yeah. but like mm-hmm. when you I mean, let, no, I, when you it, let it, rampant it, exploitation run wild, like th- like p- things like that are the result. Right. When you let rampant exp- exploitation run wild and also you have a very – vibrant culture of regulation let's right. call it uh, right. euphemistically and the u.s uh, complete uh, complete opposite. <laughs> yeah i mean it's worth saying that, that that ban that came through that we got reported last week is about online games right yeah. so like you know it's why if, 10 cents uh you know uh, stock uh, uh tanked totally as, as totally totally although it was like, listen, I, if they release I, a Oh, go ahead. Uh, if, if you're out there, if you're if you're a kid out there, you're about to you're about to learn how to love single player games because those you're allowed to play for more than three hours a week or whatever, you right. know, right. Which is interesting. Right. Anyway. Uh, but I, I, I tweeted, uh, I'm so glad that before you leave, you and I will be able to sneak in our initial impressions of World Flipper. Because that's I'm so excited. September eighth. Yep. Ah! Um, September eighth. Just in time for September oh literally God. a day. We're gonna get literally twenty four hours of the yep. open on it. Yep. But that's great. That's games. just the, that's the world coming the world, full circle. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so I, I tweeted about that that news coming out. Um, and uh, uh, Arabuster on Twitter responded to me with just delightful. You know, uh, it says everyone is just waiting for the gotcha made just for them. And I was like, damn. Well, Unfortunately, Genshin is that for me. <laughs> um, and I think again, yeah. I think it's worth criticizing it for the way that it the way that it, right. it totally. uh, deploys. Like a really good example of this is just I guess what I'll say is right now is a particularly good time to play that game separate from the gotcha stuff because there's so much shit to get through. That's exactly right? it. So like you know that's you what go people for, keep telling me. Gene Park on Twitter is constantly like <laughs> saying like Pat, you seem like you you seem like you'd like Genshin Impact and like. As long as you're not at the end game, there's just so much stuff to do. There's so much to do. Well, and, you know, we've had a year of slow rollouts of content. There have been new new sections added to the map. And, you know, there was a really cool summer zone that was like boat focused where you did a bunch of mini games. And I mean, it was like a whole zone to explore and and do stuff with. That was really fun. Um, but, But by and large. You know, that stuff is coming with week by week with drops of not week by week, but, you know, once every once a month, maybe a new character drop would happen. And so that would be like part of the excitement of 
of a new uh, patch would be like, ooh, who are the new characters in the new patch? Which is to say, what, how much money do I want to put in to try to draw? Or or how much grinding am I going to do between now and then so I'm ready to, to just use the in-game currency I earned to start drawing and start pulling on the on the gotcha? Uh, and and th- now that we're at 2.0, we're actually at 2.1 now, the, the biggest thing that's been added is just a ton of additional story, a huge new zone, not a huge new zone, but a, a sizable new zone um uh that is sort of their fantasy japan right so so far we've kind of had fantasy western europe right it's like fantasy like holland it's a city of like windmills and stuff um uh yeah the city of wind and and freedom quote unquote uh and then we've had liwe which is like the fantasy china um and now we have inazuma which is their fantasy japan uh and the just the floor has been raised in terms of everything that they've learned to do over the last year in terms of what that game is um, you know, I, I really love that game in, in basically all of its, all of its playable modes. I love it as, uh, a Breath of the Wild style open world exploration game filled with puzzles. The puzzles, uh, that have been added to the zone, the, the new, like, traversal mechanics are really cool. Um, it, you know, imagine that a year after Breath of the Wild came out, there had been, like, a new, a new map added that was, like, you know, 20% as big as Breath of the Wild's map. And then on that map, there were new ways for Link to like zip around using electricity or new styles of like tile. Like I say tile puzzles and that's really, that sounds bad, but like uh, here's like a puzzle that I just solved last night uh, in this new zone is that there's like, Hey, a grid of nine puzzles or a grid of nine tiles laid out with a, with a stone in the front of it that said um, something like that, which is illuminated, uh, that that which is not uh, illuminated is illuminated yet. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck does this mean? And in this kind of, it's like a, in a bay, an electrified bay that where like a thunder god did some shit <laughs> across that entire area are other other versions of that same tile puzzle, but broken into pieces. So like, here's the top three. Here's the right. Here's two on the right hand side, and some of them are lit up, and some of them aren't. And using the information I gather from those other ones, I come back to the main puzzle and put in the turn on the tiles that were off in the other ones. And like that sort of like bigger, hmm. like open world, interesting puzzle design is like all over the new zone. Um, there's all, all sorts of new, you know, uh, uh, like I said, exploration and traversal mechanics. Um, new bosses, new new characters to fight, etc. So on that on that front, it's it's killing it. Like it's all the stuff that they learned in Liwe. I, I think maybe Liwe is probably more dense with really fun puzzles, but the the ones here are all really cool, and many of them have narrative components which are interesting. Then on the story front, they've just lifted into the world of like you know high action shown in anime shit in a way that is just <laughs> unbelievable. There are like so many pop off moments. Um, and one of the things that they've done well is use the format of being a game that does release month by month, basically, to tell a long running story where like, you know, this this place we're in in this section of the of the game in Azuma uh, has been teased for a year. Right. You knew that there was a place called fantasy called Inazuma that was fantasy <laughs> Japan because it was called fantasy Japan. Uh, because when you're in Liwe, you meet some people who are refugees from Inazuma. You hear them say over the past year, you've, you've heard them say that the shogun has initiated something called the vision hunt decree. Visions are like little 
they're like they're like little charms that give you magic powers, and all the playable characters have one basically, except for the except for the main main character. Everybody else has like a little thing that like gives them like I now I have fire powers, now I have ice powers or whatever. And the shogun has been has been taking these from people um, and getting rid of them and depowering them. And why is she doing that? Who could say? Um, and the the so we've had that build, and then you know three or four months ago. Three or four months ago, we meet a character from Inazuma, or we've met other little like NPC characters, but we meet a playable character from from Inazuma, whose story is about like losing someone close close to him as part of this this vision hunt, uh, and and uh, you know needing to flee there, and then you 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 know you make the relationship with him, and you, you're able to like get back to get, you bring him back to Inazuma, and the way that, that builds and concludes is just so good. Uh, all of the the cutscenes are incredible, and the way that they start playing with mechanics in some of the boss fights is really good. Like they don't miss the beat that they're telling a story about characters becoming depowered. They weave that into like a boss fight in a really cool way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, and, and it ends up, they end up stepping it up to being about the kind of, there's just enough of like the cool political intrigue stuff going on. Um, and they're, they're starting to take big swings with characters, character death, um, interesting, like, like, uh, developments at the kind of meta plot stage instead of just the kind of minor plot stage. And so that's all good. And then on top of that, I just think that the, the character designs that they have added have gotten so interesting mechanically. The core battle mechanics have gotten so fun to try to maximize. Um, even if, and I, I don't dump a ton of money into the game. I'm not like wailing on this game. I, but I am like sometimes saving up over the course of a month or two so that I can start drawing when I know a character I want is there. And then like figuring out, okay, how do I maximize this character? So one of the characters who was first te- not teased, but the, one of the first characters leaked of this game before it even came out was a kind of duelist, uh, swordswoman named Ayaka, who is like an ice based character and like literally was the first character I think I saw <laughs> of this game. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to play Zayaka. And then, like, she's not in the game for a year. So she finally drops with this, with 2.0. And it's like, okay, I'm, I'm saving up for Ayaka. All right. I'm going to pull until I get Ayaka. Nice. I, I got an Ayaka. And now how do I do, now that I have this character, how do I maximize that? And so that's like, and this is shit, Kato, that you know well from Destiny. It's like, yeah. okay, I'm going to run these, these events over and over again to get the, uh, the drops I need to level up her gear. Like that stuff is, that stuff scratches that part of my brain really well because unlike a traditional MMO where I'm just grinding for like a piece of loot, which does happen here. You can be like, Oh, I really need a better crown or whatever. Cause I need the stats on mine. Suck. Right. Um, you, you're building towards very particular goals. You're playing, when you play this game, you have four people in your team at once, four characters in your team at once. And so you can really be like, I really need just to get my, my DPS, my main DPS's like raw attack power up. So this week I'm just going to focus on grinding events that, that give me the, the potential to get those drops. And then next week, maybe I'll switch up and just try to get the, the basic kind of upgrade currency I need to raise uh, the rest of my team up a tier or whatever. And those sorts of like, Picking the goal out in terms of where you want your pro- your progression uh, at is is it scratches my brain in such a nice way, um, uh, in a way that I I I think in many ways you joke about like World Flipper it's it's the gotcha built for you it's what I wish it, it maybe even fits the way I already played Destiny I don't remember if you remember this Kato but last time I was like getting back into Destiny two. I played through each of the expansions I'd skipped with a different character right because I wanted to try all the different classes out. 
And the way that Genshin allows me to, like, build out individual different characters and then build out individual different teams. And then, like, there's even events that require you to have a full uh, – two full teams that are, like, well-equipped and ready to go to clear uh, to clear dungeons where you can't – they can't have duplicate characters. You need eight characters to do that content. Right. Like, being able to to – my brain just will not be like, this is my one character. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's also yeah. the way I played Final Fantasy fourteen. It's like, yeah, I main Red Mage, but I have like seven other classes at, at around the same level as what my <laughs> Red Mage was. Um, I'm just, I'm, my, my attention, <laughs> my attention does not stay focused on things very easily. I'm very uh, all over the place. And so being able to be like, okay, well, this week I'm going to focus on Ayaka. Next week I'm going to try to, I hope I pull a ball so I can start, I can, ball's a, a new character. I, I can start leveling her up. Um, uh, I guess she's actually called Raiden Shogun in the, in the thing, even though her character, it's weird. Character <laughs> names are weird. In the same way that like, um, Venti is also known as, um, Barbados. Barbados. The, yeah. The, yeah. The, the Raiden Shogun has a bunch of names also. Uh, anyway, it just, it's in a really good place. And yes, right now would, there's a, there's enough here to start playing and have a huge amount of hours before you hit yeah. any sort of grind. There's uh, not any sort of grind. I think that there's a point probably the early, early, early game is weird because it feels like you should be engaging with way more than, than, uh, you are. But if you just stick to the main story, you'll be fine for a long time. Yeah. And as you start to get comfortable building out your team, you'll start getting comfortable with trying out daily activities and other stuff. Well, because you know, um, you'll know what you're building towards as opposed exactly. to just getting random stuff for the sake. Yeah, of it's like not stuff. even in my in my mind, it's like not even worth engaging with the the a lot of the like tertiary like events until you are really situated and you understand the very basics of play. Um, I, I, I um that that we've not talked about it because none of us uh seem to be playing it, but that the near uh, mobile game yes. uh, oh, yeah. came out uh, a couple of weeks back. I downloaded it, like pl- played like, the first fifteen minutes. Not even mm-hmm. didn't get to any mechanics, and then I was on vacation, like right when it started. And then when I got back, I was like, "Oh, do I want to check this out? Like, is is this something where I could just like jump in?" And man, I like checked a couple message board threads about it. And was just like, "No, like, yeah. no, this is like that's a for the hardcore only." And people are like running, people like run emulators of these games in order oh, to yeah. optimize like their drop rates and uh, like to build specific teams. And, like the general takeaway was like, if you just wanted to come in here to experience a like near story like nah like you're better just watching youtube videos like you're not you're not going to have a pleasant experience Mm -hmm. um playing it like it's just meant for a specific type of person that wants a specific type experience or you're willing to just you know i'd like read things like oh yeah spent 16 hours this weekend grinding out to get this one thing and i'm like no no (laughs) like no not it seemed even for games of that type to be not uh pleasant um which is a bummer so but at some point i'll what, when the story the story's not done yet, I don't think. But whenever like the main arc is finished, I'll pour a beer and watch the YouTube videos. I guess <laughs> that's that's I think probably the play. And also, I feel like I don't know. I feel like there's not going to be anything there that's important if what you're thinking about. I, I think there's no. Probably I just I just good, like I know- like his brand of storytelling. I'm I'm not like thinking like I need to know that's what exactly he's setting it. up for the the project that is unannounced, but clearly he's working on, you know, right. like whatever right. that is, whether it's a near BGS, um, please. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's some, there's some stuff coming up that hopefully we could get a teaser. Um, it just felt like this would have been the year. It's like, you, you know, re-release 
Yeah. You the original Nier seemed like it would have yeah. been a time to, even if it's not a Nier sequel or, you know, adjacent or whatever. Um, yeah. so I'm still crossing my fingers there, but, uh, lot, a lot of weight going to be on the Square Enix show. That's it's like an hour long or 50 minutes long, huh. uh, supposed to have some, there was that clip going around. I don't, did y'all see that clip going around? From, no. That was, that was, um, uh, God, who was it? It was, oh, they it had, was, have announced yep. that they have like a 50 minute TGS event. They have announced something? that they have a 50 minute, yeah, 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 mm. yeah. Um, uh, who was directing 16? Who's directing Final Fantasy 16? It's the, uh, the it's the, the, the MMO guy, right? Like, is, is, is it, yeah, it is. It is. It is. I don't, I don't know his name, but, um, um, yeah, it's Yoshi P, right? Yeah. Uh, is doing 16. So. It's him, it's Taro, and I forget who the third person is but they're oh, so talking. Taro's, Taro's confirmed to be a part of it in some way. Uh, well, like part of a panel, or at least like it, a th- yes. Discussion. There, it was it was it was a conversation. The thing that so the thing that I'm the thing that I'm uh, uh, referencing is there was a conversation between Yoko Taro, uh, Yoshida, uh, and I want to say yeah, uh, Toshio Muro. And at one point, Yoshi P is like. I they really want me to have something at TGS. Oh, yeah, but I, I don't know this, that I'm going to yes. make it. And y- Yoko Taro's like, "Don't worry, I'll figure something out. I'll figure. <laughs> don't worry, I'll figure out a big thing by then. If you don't want to do it, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do, do it. something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, all right. Good. So, that, that gives me a, a sense of optimism. Yeah. Uh, it was also just so funny to hear Yoshi P be like, "Square really wants us to 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 have something for that by then." <laughs> and I'm like, it, it was one of those great moments of like. I think we all understand that the people who are making games are often not calling the shots. No. But to hear someone say that and for part of the audience to react like, but you're Square Enix. Like, no, he isn't. No. The <laughs> well, teams especially, are not especially making J- Japanese developers yeah. to do that in which uh, they, they are, you know, there's very much, you know, they they stick to their talking points. Um, uh, and so to have them, even if it's just in a jokey way to like talk about the like structure of a company is <laughs> – uh yeah it's good it's 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 good yoko yoko taro i want to write the scenario for final fantasy six final fantasy 16 yoshi p well i don't think that's possible sadly we're pretty much done with the scenario yoko taro maybe i can fill in some gaps yoshi p we're almost done with the dubbing too so yoko taro i can dub characters too wait you're done with that too yoshi p we're wrapping up the english dub right now god that's funny so funny uh, Yoshi, uh, Yoko Taro said the only reason he showed up to the to the panel was to get news on Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> king, absolute well, king. Yeah, you know, maybe he's working from home. You know, he's can't walk yeah, around the cubicles. Sure, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So he's I, not a, I also he's not a square employee. So right, exactly. Yeah. I, I so I bet we get Final Fantasy from Final Fantasy 16 there, but I would imagine I could imagine a, a Yoko Taro. Thing yeah, I, I can there. see Final Fantasy 16. I bet I wouldn't be surprised if we got a, a tease for. The next major Final Fantasy, just like a short glimpse, um, and uh, and yeah, like a, a teaser trailer or like a name project, whatever for whatever Taro's he, on. He's working on. Yeah. Um, um, that's my hope. Give me that because I mean, sixteen yeah. looks really good too. I'm very excited for. That I'm game. curious. I I understand why a lot of the fandom is like, oh, they're doing dark Western inspired fantasy, and and they're not hyped for that because I, I think OCP. I've not played the MMO, but I, I like this is one of those like just trust, like trust the dude. Yeah, let, let the dude cook. I bet that that yeah, <laughs> let the dude cook. That's what I was going to say. That team definitely has an idea, and I'm curious what it is. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So um, there's nothing about what that game. You know, like they've shown basically nothing other than basically nothing. Like the, like Fashion, dark, dark, like moody dark, combat. Yeah, and the combat exactly. looks pretty good. Yeah. Um. All right, we should take a break and come back and talk about some other stuff. Here be.
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, we are back. Gol- golfing? Y'all went golfing? Golfing? Me? I thought you said go- like golfing. We all went Matt golfing. We all went Matt, um. Matt golfing without me. <laughs> we all went golfing. G-O-L-F-I-N-G. Yeah. Uh, we'll, I mean, we'll you start- sent me this this thing. I downloaded it and booted it and then didn't get far into it because I was got distracted. Yeah, there was a, a trailer earlier this week for a game called uh, Cursed to Golf. Um, and it's... Uh, a, it's a it's a roguelike with a golf like a golfing roguelike uh 2d um i wanted first out of like saw it tweeters like this game looks dope and it says 2022 release date and like that seems great and then the creator <laughs> dms me he's like yo you want to play this shit and i was like yes i do <laughs> yeah um, yes, please and so because well they're like sharing they're like have a build for like some upcoming events or sure that, sure know, that makes stuff sense. whatever so they they sent over a a pretty polished version of of the game for uh, it sounds like Kato and I checked it out. Yeah, the yeah. setup of Curse to Golf is uh, you die and you oh. end up in like this afterlife in which you or maybe this is like a hell. I don't know. Like, it I'm seems not sure like a hell. Exactly. You fall down. It's actually, they, they mentioned it. It's purgatory. It's it's okay. golf uh, purgatory. Okay, sure. Also, you die in the middle of a golf tournament. <laughs> Right, Damn. right before a big shot. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're you're yeah, raising your hot, club behind had a you. Heart attack. You know, and then you happen. get you, you got hit by lightning because you know golf's golf clubs. Are I've metal. seen Caddyshack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, right, and so uh, you have to complete 18 holes, uh, of which you know, like there's, uh, I don't, I don't know if they are randomly generated or if it's plucking from dozens or hundreds or thousands i'm not sure exactly like how it does the structure but uh yeah you need to like you get you get in a golf cart and as you move in that golf cart it moves you along you know like the traditional uh sort of map you would see in a lot of roguelikes where you're going from one node to the next i'd died or failed before i got to like a split in the road i'm not sure how far uh, you got kato but uh like a lot of the game is you get into a you get dropped into a hole, um, and so it's a two D game, like a, like think of a yeah, setup of like a side platformer, scroller side scroller, um, in which uh, you know you aim, you know where you want to hit. You you know hit A to to set the power of the shot, um, and then the wrinkles come from your ability to deploy cards um, that you can purchase or get as drops um, at the end of a level. Like basically, rather than there being a par that you need to hit, and that's like the the win or lose condition. Uh, the the like the the amount of uh extra swings you have at the end of a hole like goes into a, a money pile that you can spend at a shop to buy more cards and those cards can be uh you know uh turn the golf ball mm-hmm. into a rocket that you can guide it can be turn the golf ball into three golf balls at any point during the hit and then you get to choose which of the three mm-hmm. balls that you want to be for your next shot it can be uh. Yo, I've only got one more swing before my run is over. Uh, I would either like a practice shot, I'd like to try the right. shot again, 
or uh, I would just like an extra shot at it where I can just like swing swing twice. Um, right. And then that becomes sort of the dynamic that you're you're playing with as you're going from uh, course to to course. But I, I you know I, I played like 45 minutes. I I liked it. Uh, Kata, uh, what did you think of it? Yeah, I I I really enjoyed the like. You don't so you don't aim. You don't have free aim, right? It's it's one it's one of those where it uh, kind of bounces your aim up and down, and yeah, the different you have three different clubs, and the kind of difference between the first the first two, the driver and the uh, I forget, just like iron, it's driver, um, driver, iron, iron, iron wedge, and, and putter, yeah. and uh, wet, or wedge, 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 wedge. wedge. Um, which, like, I, which I like. I, I like the fact that it simplifies yes. essentially what are the arc of like playing a golf game of like long, medium and short. And just says, you know what? Like, do you really need to know the difference between a six and a five? Uh Uh, Not really. (laughs) It's an eye. Um, You know what you're doing. Yeah. And just like, yeah, like they've basically the, the iron, the aiming reticle on the iron doesn't bounce as fast as the driver, right? Like the driver is like, you're going to whack that shit. You have a little less control over how precise you want to be. But then the iron is like, you want to kind of thread a needle between like, two obstacles like platforms or stuff that's in the way you want that iron, even though it's not going to go as far. Um, and then the wedge is, and then there's, there's like, you know, there's obstacles, like there's rough and, um, sand, uh, bunkers, water, water, and like in dynamite on the, the, (laughs) yeah. Um, on the like rough and sand could be good though. Cause it could be like, it could open up passageways. So that's what it it is. Like it's, it's, it's like little passageways and you need to, there's a bit of a random element, which is like, you're not sure how the explosion is going to treat your ball. And so right. you may be trying to use dynamite that once you collide with it once, it mm-hmm. all of them explode, but there's a chance that, like your ball is not going to follow suit. Yeah. And that, you know, you, you may have then introduced an extra stroke to get down where you opened the hole. And that is thus like completely like right. ruined your ability to try and, or your, your attempt to take a shortcut. And there, right. and then there's, there's like, I've seen cards where it's like, oh, uh, you can, um, instead of having to actually like hit the, the TNT, there's like a, an AOE around you where Ooh. if you get just close enough, it'll still blow up and then maybe not throw your ball all over the right. place. Right. Like the missile diffuser from Metroid Fusion. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Cause now, cause now Austin thinks of everything in, uh, framed through the, the, I did we'll not play there. Metroid until I played yeah. Metroid, and now all I see is getting see strong Metroid. Metroid vibes from this <laughs> golf game. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, also, one thing that we should, yeah, one thing that we should make clear, too, is, like, you start, every every course starts with a par of five, mm-hmm. but you add things, you add uh, shots, you made that par bigger, basically, by hitting these statues that are in the right. in the in the course. And like either plus two for a silver and plus, plus four, four for a gold. For a gold. And like yeah. these holes are long. Like yes. When you know you, you usually play a golf them. game, yeah. And you th- you think you're gonna need you know the average, like on an actual golf course, like it's usually like a long hole is a par five. Like it doesn't go past five. Like it's right. a par five. That means you're going you know four hundred and fifty feet or something like that. Or yards, um, and uh, uh, and par three is you know usually like you're doing like a chip shot and like you're supposed to like chip it on and then like you know put it in two, uh, and 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 here it's like what if like seventeen shots to get to the now hopefully you're not doing <laughs> yeah. it in seventeen hopefully you're doing it in right. eleven and then you're right. cashing in that money to get the extra cards yeah. um, to try and you know help you with like courses that are particularly difficult or have a lot of hazards that are gonna set you back. Yeah, and it's just um 
it like you know the first couple are like all those statues are kind of like along the way you know kind of leading you through the course but then they start to put them in areas that are more dangerous to hit and you're kind of like do i need that one right now uh or can i just skip it and get to the next one with with the amount of strokes i have left like am i gonna teleport yeah uh they're like like which i didn't i missed it (laughs) like on the first uh level it came up but like there are these little i don't know futuristic warp points that Mm. I realized it was a warp point once I found the other one in a different <laughs> the other part end. of the yeah. level. And like the, <laughs> sometimes like the levels will have those layered in a couple different spots. So it's like, hey, you don't. Oh, this. OK, this is a mechanic I really like. So if you uh, because the holes are so big, um, you can look directly around you. But if you want to scope out the entire hole, you can hold down. I think it's the B button on on, on the Xbox controller. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can like you can like take a free free roaming camera and look at the whole level, but for only a minute. And so like every second you use it pulls from that, that right. pool. And so you can look ahead and see like, how am I trying to plan like the long game of my shots? Um, I never found that I looked at it long enough to be sweating. Like I felt like, I feel like that timer should be like, not it, maybe this is for the demo, but like it shouldn't yeah. be 60 seconds. It should be like 15 seconds. Like at least for <laughs> some of these early with, courses. Golf with your friends, which is this sort of like, God, it's it's like a you're behind the ball and you're you're it's like a it's like a mini it's like a mini golf game basically. This was very big with like uh, uh, streamers. I feel like last summer, like yes. during mm-hmm. the heights of people being stuck in their homes. Yeah, I've been playing it on and off with some people, um, and that has that exact thing you're saying, which is like you you have the the ability to go look at the whole thing, except you only have it for like six seconds. Maybe yeah, 10 this is seconds. sixty seconds. It's it's may, again, this is I. I feel like that's going to be tightened up. Yeah, when, yeah, yeah. Um, that makes sense to me because I only ever got it down to like forty-five seconds, so I, yeah. I was never like feeling the, yeah. the, the sweat of like using yeah. a um, not a cheat code, but like a way of like getting a yeah. better sense of what was ahead. But these these areas are so far that right. um, and that's what started happening around like the third or fourth hole, and the one that I eventually doomed myself on, like one putt away from from finishing it, was just. Like you just had to go a, a, a huge distance. I tried a couple right. of times going through shortcuts where I was like, oh, I'll just pick up the statues along the way. Like those shots uh-huh. didn't didn't work out or <laughs> I didn't understand how like the rocket like mechanic worked. And so I just kind of like completely fucked up three shots oh. like, by, by like doing that totally wrong. Um, but it like the, the, the physics feel good. Um, the, the like the card like the card mechanic seems cool. Um, it's just an interesting take on like the, 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 the roguelike in a way yeah. that I, as someone that like self-professed, like I'll play any golf game that's put in, put in front of me, um, <laughs> other than like the sim ones, like I'm very much like the arcade stuff. Other than uh, the yeah. golf ones. Yeah. yeah. Other <laughs> than the actual, like, I'm not going to play Tiger Woods or whatever. Um, although I, 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 I don't think those are like Rob and I, Rob and I should like, do yeah. that the next one, yeah. next time you one should. comes out. Oh, um, man. But, uh, and also like, yeah, like I responded to, we all responded pretty poorly to the most recent Mario Golf. I didn't yeah, even finish yeah. the single player. I, I have no one to no, me either. play with. Like, I never got like an invitation from an Austin or a kind of like, you want to play multiplayer? And I was like, all right, I guess it's a de- <laughs> yeah, dead game. Dead yeah. game. That never, nope. never came together, did it? <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and great. With so I, last... I used the one time for an ask a second code for a Nintendo. I know. Like, come out, you know, Breath of the Wild 2 comes knocking in nine oh months. Like, hey, I'm pretty sure you used up that favor on Mario Golf, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's. I don't want to say it's their fault, but, you know, 
Whatever. If they had made a game that we wanted to play, we would have, we would have played it together. Actually, Austin's not going to be here. He's not getting that Breath of the yeah, Wild. That we have to have That's a fight. not for me anyway. Yeah. yeah Damn. Totally. Yeah. Uh huh. It's going to be a wild. It's going to be a wild one. <laughs> good luck with that. God. Um, um, anyway, but yeah. So the, curse. It, it's curse. It, a curse to golf. Um, and that's out next year. Next year. Uh, like this little splice that we played felt really solid. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. in a way that's like cool. Like it doesn't, it doesn't strike, you know, I have no idea, but it doesn't strike me as a game that is like late 2022. Like this, right, this slice right. feels like, com- like if you just told me this game was out on steam, you know, I, I believe you now granted. Like, yep. There it is. It's, yeah. it's, it, you know, it's not infrequent to play a vertical slice of a game that is meant to represent, you know, I have no idea where this falls in terms of the, but like it feels really good. And so I, I'm excited to see where the, the full game goes. Cause they, they nailed this little, this little demo, um, quite a bit. Patrick, is it true you have a different golf game? Yeah, also? I do. Yeah, it's just like a golf game. Uh, embargo was up today. Wow. I wasn't sure. This is like a game I got a code for like a month ago. Mm-hmm. And sort of like a, a jet situation of like, okay, but and Austin, Austin won't have to deal it. with these things and you know, in, in, in a true. week and a half. He won't get God, things early, so but he also doesn't weird. have to like sit on things for forever. And so just Dude. like I, ha- I, I downloaded the game. I just sat on my Switch for... I'm getting emails. I'm in the I'm in the middle zone right now where people are emailing me about code for things that I'm like, I, I would like code for that, but it doesn't come out until like, can we get Austin a death loop code that he can't talk about? I can't uh. talk about. I'll tweet about it probably, you know, and the answer is like, no, I shouldn't get a fucking death loop. I'll buy it like everybody else. But like there were like people, someone, someone emailed me about another different thing the other day and I had to, you know, what it was, it was jet. And I was like, can I talk about this because it's not out for another month? And they're like, "Oh, the preview is coming up." But that was we, t- we had that conversation. Right, right, right. But like, that was one of those situations where it was like, "I'm not, sh- I'm not. How is it okay if you send me this? Because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be here." Magic Johnson voice. Are you getting most of those to your Gmail or to your to your Vice account? My Vice account, but, but whatever. Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna give them my personal Gmail because, like, no, I know, I, know, I shouldn't, I, know. I shouldn't get these codes anymore. You, you know? might still get some. Not that we'll they're a limited happens. amount. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like they can't. I mean, <laughs> well, I don't know. Unless you're Nintendo, Nintendo, then it Nintendo feels like you're acting for a sacrifice yeah. from the blood yeah. god. Yeah. This is true. Um, <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, yes, the 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 second one I played, uh, uh, golf club wasteland. Let me golf club wasteland, golf club colon wasteland. Uh, I had yeah. Let me pull up the the page so wasteland. I can show you guys this. Oh, game. human life is wiped out. Earth is now a golf course for the ultra rich. Yes. Oh uh, the <laughs> setup of this of this game is that yes, the the there has been uh, the game in game calls the great catastrophe. Um. As far as I know, it doesn't explicitly lay out what happened, except that we fucked up. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a climate change uh, yeah. story, even if it's not necessarily laying out precisely um, what happened. Um, but basically, the uh, I don't want to spoil too many of the plot beats, but like what the ultra rich did in this scenario to the population of Earth is, whoo, yeah, all right. <laughs> Huh. Um, basically, but the ultra-rich leave to go to Mars. Um, they leave Earth to rot. They leave, I'll say this, they leave 99% of the population to rot while they go and flee uh, to Mars, um, to uh, a place called, I believe, uh, Tesla City, which is, <laughs> it's a little on the nose. There are lots of things in this game that are too on the uh-huh. nose in which the satire, if, um, it doesn't land for me because like, I don't 
I don't need it to be called like Tesla City. Like I get it. Like I, I know what you're saying there. Elon Musk yeah. wants to go to Mars. Um, and and like the story that's being told can and the environmental work like in the backgrounds, like the the environments that you're playing golf in, can uh-huh. do that work for you. And it doesn't need to be that like aha, like mm-hmm. Elon Musk. Um, so that stuff. Uh, I definitely as one of these screenshots has a has a faux news building in the background. Yeah, yeah. which like so, I get it. Fuck yeah. Fox News, but like I don't. That's that stuff doesn't know. work for me at all. And there, yeah. there's a decent amount of it, but I will say doesn't detract from sure. the rest of the game. It's it's also not in your face. And so the the structure of the game is that yeah, you've come back. Um, the the nature of why you've come back, who your character is, is more complicated. All I'll say is more complicated than you're a, an ultra rich person here to uh, piss on the graves of the people of Earth that you left behind. Um, and how that story is told is really interesting. You are on these like kind of naturalistic golf courses. There is like this is a thing like this is like a, a service the ultra rich can do is come visit Earth to play on these like, hey, do you want to um, play on this course that has been set up in a mall in which there are thousands of bags left behind from people who clearly died here uh with you know chill vibe aesthetic uh, graphics and music um and so there's storytelling that's happening in the background of like hey what happened to the people what what happened to earth like what happened to the people that were left behind like that is Mm -hmm. all told through sort of like the largely static imagery of these of these courses um and and that part's good the the thing that's really good is that you're also listening to uh, shit, I forget the actual radio station. I remember called like Radio Nostalgia, and it's basically a, a a radio station on Mars that you can still listen to in your helmet, even though you're on on Earth. Um, and it's this radio in which you've got like people calling in. There's music. There's news stations, and like what it reveals. Um, and this isn't really a spoiler. It happens for, very early on. Is like the ultra witch are fucking miserable. It turns out like going to a desert planet and like living in um, like pods sucks. Um, and like, isn't, you know, isn't particularly fun or enjoyable or and, like, it just seems like they abandon earth for just like a different kind of misery, but one in which you get to be conscious uh, through it. Um, and so a lot of like the world building occurs with you doing these like weird golf courses um, and listening to this radio station. Um, the the better you do on the courses, like the closer you get to, not it's not par, but like if you go like three or four under the par, and the par can be similar to Curse to Golf, extremely high. Like there's gotcha. something like 19, 20 strokes um, okay. because cause you're like navigating through deteriorating infrastructure. <laughs> sure. um, it's, it is yeah. not as though they've set up these golf courses to be like, and we've like built like done work to build around it. It's like, no, like you'll start outside of a mall with like a busted window that is like sl- a sliding glass door that is like going in and out and you have to hit through it um, or or hit when it's open. And then like the pin is just in a weird spot on the architecture. Um, and you just kind of like sit in like vibe with this game as it slowly tells you like what happened to the world what happened to earth what happened to mars why are you here you start to get you know glimpses of you know the earth retaking itself you know like hey right they left but like 
The life, earth is here. The earth yeah. is here. Like you didn't blow it up. You just kind of fucked up mankind's ability to, to stay here. Um, I, and I like this. I, I, it, it's, it's an interesting little sci-fi story. It takes only a couple of hours to, to finish start, uh, you know, start to end. I'm really mixed on the golf, the actual golf mechanics, the way like, mm. so in this one, you know, curse to golf, we mentioned where like you're, you know, you have like this, uh, kind of radius that is moving, in a direction and then you lock it into place by hitting by hitting a which is like a very common way for these games to uh, golf games sort of like set direction um in this one you are using the analog stick the left analog stick to create the arc so like if you nudge it a little bit in any direction that is the arc that where where you're trying to hit Mm. the ball and the further out that you're holding that analog stick is the power that you're attaching to it um I don't like it at all. Um, it makes it very difficult to judge shots. Like extremely, like when you're trying to, if you're just trying to move forward and there are frequently times in this game where it's just like, go up, go left, go right. It's fine for that. But there are also sequences where it's like, the game clearly wants you and demands like very precise shots. There's one sequence where you have to, basically there's a bunch of squirrels on the ground, like these weird radioactive squirrels. And if your ball touches the ground, the squirrels take it and then you have to do your shot again. And so in order to progress forward, you need to go like you're on top of a, like a tree stump and you just need to like hit it from tree stump to tree stump. So instead of like, you're doing like a kind of uh, like a U shape shot where it's like, I want it to come up and come down and it come can't come down with a bunch of angular velocity because then that's going to shoot it off the trunk. So you group. want it to yeah. like, yeah, you're like mm-hmm. kind of like if you're thinking if, if you play golf, if you're using like a wedge, if you're approaching the green, like you want the ball to come up and then come straight down and like not go not go anywhere. And those shots were really hard. And making that even more difficult was like sometimes with the golf games, you'll be able to kind of like if you've lined up the shot, you can then lock it into place before you hit a with this one. Um, my hands are not particularly shaky from <laughs> what I can tell, unless I've had like the fourth cup of coffee at 5 p.m. Um, but I'd be playing this game and especially when I'm like doing like a distance shot or a very precise shot where I need, I need that, uh, the analog stick to be kind of like stretched out the, the shot to be stretched out as far as it can. I'm just watching the analog stick wiggle. Like, huh. like I'm seeing the, the shake of my fingers in real time in a way that like what I'd like the game to let me do is like line up the shot and then like hold L and it's like, cool. Are you happy with this? Like, is this the shot that you want? Mm-hmm. And then hit A. And you don't do any sort of like, there's no meter for power. It's all based on like how you stretch that analog stick and in which direction. Mm. And it's a it's a novel way to do uh, a golf shot. And I do like, I respect that it's different. Um, but I found myself frequently struggling with it in which I had shots go awry that felt completely not my fault. Where it's just like, dude, I have no idea how to judge what you're asking me to do here. Mm-hmm. Um, and that frequently meant that I'd have shots go awry to a degree where it's like, well, time to start over. Um, mm-hmm. And that was, that was frustrating. Um, and there are, the game does give you the opportunity to switch to what it calls the story mode, which is like, Hey, just, you can just turn off any of the the shot requirements and you can just like, just hit as many times as you want till you get to the mm-hmm. end. Um, I, I thought the requirements they had were fair for like the sections that they had. And, I will say that there are frequently the courses have shortcuts in which, hey, if you're stretching it out to 19 shots, like you probably haven't been looking at the course 
close enough to see what else you could be doing. Right. Like, for example, I had one where I was really frustrated with the control scheme. I just could not get the arc on the shots that I needed. And then as it turns out, if I just, like, looked a little bit to the right from the starting point, there was a hole I could drop through in which I then finished the hole in five shots instead of 19. Um, And so sometimes the game is requiring precision. Sometimes the game is saying, like, hey, you should be paying close attention to the to the environment. Right, um, so right. it ends up being like, how much of this is a physics game as much as it's a puzzle game? And like, where does it kind of push and pull on those on those two, depending on the course? Uh, but yeah, it's good. I, I like the story. It's good vibes, good music, nice. good storytelling, yeah. other than the kind of on-the-nose satire stuff. But um, yeah, I played it on Switch. Uh, it was really nice to play it uh, mm. on, on there. Um, it's also on Steam and probably... I was going to uh, ask... I wonder what, how that's going to work on PC, like, because I could see that I bet maybe... it would feel really good with a mouse. Right. This is what I, yeah. I was thinking. Sounds, I was like, yep, this uh-huh. feels like the sort of thing that was maybe designed for a mouse and then kind of not really well... Retrofitted for retrofitted an analog for stick. I could see that consoles. being yeah. 100% the case. <laughs> and you saying oh, that <laughs> makes me angry. Um, oh. uh, and, 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 you know, there's a... it's. You know, the last thing I'll say is there. I don't want to like completely. I don't want to spoil what it does, but I will say like there. It does. You know, there's no. The main character has no dialogue in the main story, so you get like very little interiority into who they are, why they're here. Mm-hmm. Like the if you go under the, the game's par, you unlock these diary entries that give you like a little hints into how they're feeling, and then the game does this interesting thing where when you beat it it unlocks a thing where it's like, Hey, do you like want to know what they were thinking? And mm. it recontextualizes the story in like a really fascinating way. It was like a really oh. interesting way of presenting the story uh, through two layers. Like one of which you just don't get when you're playing and another, which is accessible when you've kind of like seen the story through um, and explains a little bit more of like what you were doing, why you were doing it. Um, so yeah, that's golf club wasteland. I, I really, I, I quite liked it. Um, and it, to see, it was like two opposite ends of the spectrum of like curse to golf. It's like, what if we turn it into a roguelike in <laughs> uh-huh. which like story yep. is like basically irrelevant. Non-existent. Yeah. And then what if we use golf as like a way to meditate on climate change uh, and tell a story as, as opposed to the stories is not usually what you see in games that use golf as a, as a mechanic. I mean, we had literally golf story for the switch, you know, a couple of years back, but um you know, that was more of a cutesy arcade game in which the story was secondary to 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 all that. And um, this one, the golf isn't secondary. You really got to engage with it. But, you know, it's there, you know, in parallel to to it is like the, the golf is, is as important to the storytelling that it's trying to do along along the way. And so I thought that was a fascinating way to treat the the sport. So, yeah, Golf Club yeah. Westland. Good. Interesting. Cool. Uh, and that's out on that's out today. That's out the third. Yeah, that is that that is out to properly or uh, out Friday, out September third. Gotcha. I can talk about it uh, today to the today. listener. So, yes. Yeah. Oh, and look, and this uh, this trailer says it is out for PC, ah, PS4, there it is. Mm-hmm. Xbox, and Switch. So lots okay. of platforms with analog sticks, but maybe give it a shot on on <laughs> PC uh, <laughs> on PC. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you, yeah, yeah. Kind of. If you don't want to play it, I'll I'll track you down a, a code. Yeah, you can no, that'd be know great. It. Well, it feels very natural. It's, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm just like, wow, I can be really precise with it. It's it's excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Um, uh, we should probably go to the question bucket. 
gaming at vice.com. Please use the subject question because otherwise it ends up in a big mix of other stuff uh, that goes to that email address like urgent dear friend in search of reliable international partnership and <laughs> ranch simulator horses update out today. So, you know, question. Huh. Got to put it on there. Um, Wait, we, had, that we had a real mix of stuff. Before there were huh? horses. Well, I bet the I bet I don't know what was on that ranch. <laughs> Players will not be able to bid for horses in an auction house. Horses have different stats, stamina, speed, handling, health. In what my brain, this? that's what a what ranch on- is mainly about. When you say ranch, my brain is like horses, right? Well, I opened this this trailer on Steam, and immediately there's someone was shooting a bear. Okay, it looks like you're doing. Is it? Building is it a farm? It, it's not a farm. It looks like it's a it's like a chicken. Okay. Chickens. Yeah, that's a farm. Um, that's that's a farm. Yeah. What is this? I don't know. There's a bear that you're shooting again uh, on this page. I I don't I don't know what to make a ranch sim. Uh, meat and dairy production April. Coops oh, and that's fences what this build is. anywhere June. Pig breeding hardware store August. Horses. So you tell me they're making. I put a screenshot in our chat. If you tell me they're making drugs there, I would believe you. I don't know what that <laughs> looks like. That's 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 dairy and eggs. Don't worry about. Yeah. It. Well, look, the, I, the kinds of things people are putting into their bodies related to horses right now. Like, who could say? Oh my oh, god. <laughs> Miserable. All right, gamingadvice.com again is the address. Where to jump in on this one? Um, Good luck to Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, here's where I'm going to start. Anthony wrote in, big fan of the stream, uh, un- unbelievable work on the secret kill for Dragon. This is a little preview for our Metroid 101. I wanted to be there live in the stream to spam a hint uh, for that in the chat, but couldn't make it. Can you guys please play Metroid Fusion on stream? It's shorter <laughs> and more linear for narrative purposes, but it directly ties into the events of Dread, and I think the game has sufficient diff- different uh, ambiance due to its setter- setting and linear progression. It's available on Wii U to purchase. Would love to watch y'all play more Metroid. I have already finished Metroid Fusion. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Austin's been sending us a series of screenshots yeah. in a uh-huh. Discord uh, DM, and uh, I-, I was tracking like how much is he playing this game? And they'll be like, "Oh, he's wa- he's gone from four energy tanks to 12. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing a lot. Oh, that's of a very Fusion funny way to, to track it. I hadn't even uh-huh. thought about that. Yeah, yeah. It's very. It's like, What's good. Austin doing with his afternoon? He's like preparing ah. for his. New job, you know, uh, no, play, you know, no, no, no Met- Metroid. I had that. I had that afternoon off, and I decided I'm going to try to beat Metroid Fusion. Hell yeah! The, the thing that actually happened was like, it was like one of those things. Where I was like, let me check the walkthrough and see how much time was left. I was like, oh, there are a few more sectors sectors left. Oh, this is the longest sector in the game. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, it's like yeah, it's like Psychonauts right. Two is like, hey, yeah. make sure yeah. you're like ready to play the end game, and it's like, what do you? <laughs> Six hours later, end game. <laughs> um, that game's pretty good. Like, yeah, we, I talk about it a little bit in our Waypoint Plus feed uh, coming out next Wednesday. We have the Waypoint 101 for Super Metroid where where I, I do some comparisons to it. But I figured I would in the main in this main episode, I should at least say that that I did go off and play Metroid Fusion. I'm ready to play Metroid Dread now. I mean, not now because I came. When's it out next month? October, uh, right? beginning of October. I think the same It's time to the release of Switch OLED. Right, right. Oh, yes. Uh, so I'm excited shit. for that now. Uh, I've not gone back and like watched the trailer. I Here's my thought. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. I know people were saying like, "Oh, you should play Fusion first to get the story stuff because it leads into Dread." I think you're going to be fine. 
<laughs> I don't think that the story in Fusion was all that good. Yeah. I think there's some neat stuff in it. It's such an interesting game to play after playing Super Metroid because it is so much more linear in its overall structure. It's so much – you literally just, like, cannot go explore the whole space station in whatever order you want the way you could try to do it in Super Metroid. Like, the sequence breaky stuff just is, doesn't seem like it's as clear if it's there at all. Um, uh, but I think it's actually a benefit for it to some degree. I I, I ended up thinking thinking about them both positively but positively in different, different ways. Mm-hmm. Um. I think the story stuff is like largely a big miss. It's wild that they decided we're finally going to like give Samus a bunch of dialogue uh, by the end of that game. Um, but it's all going to be about how sick this guy, Adam, you never meet is. Um, it's wild. Like we're finally going to do a more explicit, you know, dialogue driven Metroid game. And like the, the real takeaway is the Federation is corrupt as shit, but my old friend Adam was great. He was a real one. This dude I knew off screen who called me Lady, which I love, by the way. It's very very funny how memory works, because in my mind, the story of Metroid Fusion is about, you know, dealing with the edges of uh, biology and technology, like colliding and... The X parasite. That's happening, right? Right, but like, but it's not the. But it's, it's not, not the. Ex, it, it's not it's the not text, explicit literal text. Right. It's not the literal being, text, being the put literal, on literal text. Yeah, it is the text in the sense that it's the game. Right. The game is is there's a space station where scientists were doing research on something called the X particle, and on Metroids and other shit, and it all breaks bad. And like, duh, of course, like that's that's what happens. Um, and and so it is doing that, and like, oh, Samus is herself kind of biomechanical because of the suit and her own history and the, the trauma she's been through. And then like, there's an externalization of that trauma in the, in the process of the creation of the, of a, of the kind of primary antagonist in that game, which mm-hmm. is fascinating. Yeah. Um, and the, the way that that antagonist embodies a lot of the kind of internalized uh, actions and, and behaviors of Samus, the way that it like becomes this most, you know, traumatized and violent version of Samus is really fascinating. Like, there's a lot happening right. in that game, but none of that is like given to the player the way that once there was a man named Adam Malkovich <laughs> and he was the one true honorable soldier in all of the Federation. Like that's <sighs> that is that is prioritized when it comes to the explicit, right? You know, narrative right. that does not require you to start reading the text in a deep way. Um, and that's fine. Like, I mean, it, I, I don't mind needing to read the text to get good shit, but I do think that it's a it's a, little, a little bit of a bummer that that the that Samus couldn't just fucking rock it. Um, you know, yeah, I I, I, I would have liked her, say in, her interiority about what the SAX makes her feel, and like would have loved to have her talk about that at like. all. Yeah, at all. Instead of <laughs> instead of stuff that's like the perfect military mind, the wisdom of Adam Malkovich continued to serve. Da, 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 da. Like, all right. The real Adam would have said the same thing about that incident. But he would have softened the blow. He was relentless in his criticism, but he always cared. Like, okay. I get it. Anyway, there's some like really standout big moments there. And I think that the linear stuff is, is I think the fact that it's like compartmentalized and, and parceled out in a way that like makes perfect sense for a, uh, a, a portable game like speaks to why it's it sat with people so 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 well for so long. I fully get if I had played this at the time, this would have been one of my favorite games probably of all time mm-hmm. as it would have so easily fit in in my life because of the way it's it's so well built. Also, it just controls so well for for how few buttons are on the GBA. Yeah, and, they really like figured that out. <laughs> I I yeah like 
playing this made me go like, damn, GBA. Remember the GBA? <laughs> yeah. I don't make them like that anymore. Fucking real one. All right. Anyway, let's keep on moving here. Um, this one uh, comes from Jake from DC, who says, Hi, Waypoint crew. While listening to Patrick talk about his dislike of guessing what presents are going to contain, I was reminded of a prank my dad spent several years setting up uh, hinging on this practice. Brief background, my dad is the person who took having kids as an opportunity to stage elaborate pranks, both with the assistance of the kids and at their expense. One month after I was born, he cut together a video making it look like he did uh, look make, making it look like he took me for a walk in a sled and accidentally let go, sending the sled down a massive hill to crash and send the baby, secretly a doll dressed in a matching outfit that he had swapped into the sled off camera, flying into a ditch. He sent this video to my grandma, who nearly had a heart attack. Jesus. For years on Christmas, my dad made a big show out of shaking his gift before making the most absurd nonsense guess about what it would contain. One year, he did the same performance, guessing that his gift would contain, quote, an armored attack reindeer. We all ignored him until he opened his gift to reveal the monstrosity inside. A turtle shell with tank treads, several deer heads, and mech arms holding large cannons. He had gone out and purchased a collection of toys <laughs> and fused them in a cruel experiment. <laughs> wrapped it identically to his gift from my mom and swapped it out in the middle of the night. <laughs> we had to stay more on our toes when he made guesses every year after that. Thanks for everything you do in the great pod. It, uh, and even though I may have missed it because I'm several episodes behind, congrats to Austin on the new job. Thank you, Jake. That's a, I, That's, I don't trust that dad. No. <laughs> that da I feel like that dad is pushing it too far. I feel like there's a line between I'm doing a fun thing for for the family, I'm doing like a fun, and I'm doing this for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think There's this like, is funny. The surprise I don't care if anyone others. else will feel about exactly. it. Exactly, but I think this is exactly. funny. <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, this, we got a little crossover action here between two categories of email that we've we've served here: the Christmas gift and the boss uh, email. Huh. I have a holiday gifting story about a gift I gave myself. I graduated high school in 2000. I was still living at home that fall winter and was working full-time at KB Toys at the local mall. This was the launch of the PS2, which was the first time I remember uh, a super scarcity and a must-have status around a console launch. Our stock was pre-ordered to hell and back, and employees were not allowed to place pre-orders for ourselves, which is bullshit. Fast forward to Christmas Eve. I'm working until we closed early at 4 for all the last – at uh, presumably 4 p.m. Uh, for all the last-minute shoppers. A man comes in with a sealed PS2 to return. He explains that he and his wife wanted to make sure that their son had a PS2 under the tree for Christmas and that they had both ended up getting one. He wanted to return this one to make sure someone else would have a chance of seeing it Christmas morning. I begged my manager to let me buy it, and she agreed. This being 20 years ago, I had to run to my car and get my checkbook. Well, <laughs> wow. Yeah, 20 years is a long time. When I returned to the store, the box was gone, and my manager had a grin on her face like a canary-eating cat. We're going to play a little game, she said. She explained that she had hidden the box somewhere on the sales floor. If I could find it before a random customer, it was mine to purchase. <laughs> what proceeded was the most intense game of hot and cold I've ever played. It was like being a contestant on Supermarket Sweep. I found my prize hidden behind a stash of Barbie dolls. The hardest part was going immediately from work to my grandmother's house for dinner and gifts, feigning interest in all the thoughtful presents she had bought me, knowing all along the greatest gift of all was sitting in my trunk. Again, that boss mean. 
I like that story could have ended much differently. That story yeah. could have ended with a different parent coming in and being thrilled to have found this <laughs> for their kid. Ugh. And you know, that would have been that would have been rough. Um we we have another another gift one. Last one here from Will from Houston. Uh my grand my grandparents bought me an Atari twenty six hundred and Stargate, aka Defender Two, uh became uh before uh uh my Sorry, let me start over. My grandparents bought me an Atari 2600, and Stargate, a.k.a. Defender 2, became my before-school ritual. From that moment forward, games would be my favorite hobby. The neighbor kids received an NES that Christmas, and it blew my mind. You have to remember, this was when the NES was only sold in New York City or L.A., uh, and at the time, we lived in a tiny town in North Texas. The NES may as well, may have, might as well have come from Mars. I had to have one. Mario Brothers on my 2600 didn't come close to Super Mario Brothers. I asked my grandma, and my mother forbade the purchase of an NES. Grandma promised not to, and when my birthday went by in the spring, she kept her word. No Nintendo. That summer, we moved back home to Houston, and we lived a few blocks from my grandparents. As your typical 80s latchkey kid, I would walk home from school, but I would go to my grandparents' house instead of ours. In October of that school year, my grandma had a secret to show me, but I couldn't show anyone. My cousin was getting an NES for Christmas. Grandma knows how much I want one, but my mom won't let her buy me one. But grandma being grandma, she says we can hook up the NES and I can play Super Mario and Duck Hunt every day after school so long as I don't tell my mom. That's an easy deal to make. I spent the next few weeks playing NES every day, but I was getting more and more upset that my cousin was getting the NES instead of me. I'd be quizzing her about the NES and why she wants one and how important it would be to her. She was pretty lukewarm about the NES and didn't care if she ever got one. This just made me more upset. Christmas eventually arrived and I was a bitter shithead uh, as the anticipation built uh, to my cousin opening her NES. She did, and I was ready to burn down the Christmas tree. This is, this is bad behavior, Will, I gotta <laughs> tell you. My aunt eventually points out a package without a name on it and tells me she thinks it's for me. I open it up and it's a carrying case for NES games. Pain. This is for my cousin. I told the family through clenched teeth that it must be for my cousin, but they said, open it up. I opened it up and there were a half dozen carts inside and a note to me. The NES in the back I'd been playing since October, that one was mine. My grandmother somehow tracked down two Nintendos and because she knew how much I wanted it, she gave it to me early under the guise of it being my cousin's gift to keep silent about. I went <laughs> bouncing around the room, hugging my grandparents and my aunt who pulled this off. My mom was less than happy and made it known that she had told her mother not to buy me a Nintendo. Grandma's response? I'm the grandparent. I can do what I want. Yes! <laughs> it was the best Christmas ever. And it hasn't been equaled yet. I don't think it ever will. Wow. wow. Grandma shit. power. Yeah. Hell yeah, she, she grandma. Said, she said, I'm the fucking grandma. Yeah. Y'all gonna, gonna, gonna deal do? with Throw that. Throw away this Nintendo? Yeah, well, you throw it's it a out. lot of money. What are you gonna do? Don't waste my money. money. I paid that money. <laughs> Hit me. Yeah. Hit me. God, <laughs> incredible. Um, I got some. I got some crossword emails. I'm gonna read one. I'm gonna. One person sent me a very long, hmm. indefensive rebuses ah. and some general crossword talk and some stuff to check out. Email. Great email from Jackson. Incredible. Like I truly, truly, truly. Great email. It's just too long and specific. I guess I will. I'll, I will read this one piece from it, um, which which is the last thing I'll leave you with isn't a puzzle, but what I think is a very important piece of discourse around what mainstream around who mainstream crosswords are quote unquote for. X Word Info is a blog run by Jeff Chen, where he and as far as I understand it, uh, as far as I understand it, reviews the New York Times crossword puzzle. 
there's a section for Puzzle Constructor to talk about their puzzle. And sometimes Will Shorts, who is the editor of the New York Times Crossword Puzzle, uh, uh, will sometimes have something to say as well. Earlier this year, Cameron Austin Collins used the Constructor Notes uh, uh, section for the puzzle he had made for the day to talk about his frustrations with Jeff's blog and others like it over the racist way that they discuss what a good or bad answer in a puzzle is. Here is a quote from it. Quote, I am tired of how some entries and constructors are accused of, quote, alienating solvers. That's a claim that Jeff makes too often and applies unevenly in glaring ways. If Byron Walden's Heppelwhites, quote unquote, a great entry referring to the antique furniture style, isn't earning him any any lecturing on solvers being alienated, then Pete Wentz publishing of the far more contemporary Tanahasi Coates, public intellectual, multi-time best-selling author, MacArthur Failure TV talking head, shouldn't either. The whole piece can be found here. The link. It is truly brilliant. I think it should be read by everyone who wants to engage in the crossword. Um, yeah, I, I I went through and read this this note here, uh, and it's it's really good. And like it it speaks to something that we touched on very briefly when Em and Jackson were on mm-hmm. uh, Kato, which is that like one of the things that if you're paying attention to the New York Times crossword as you do the New York Times crossword is like. This is a, this is a, on top of all of the quote unquote crosswordies, all of the, the aloe and acais and Oreos and blah, 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 that are just like, these just show up in the fill all the time. There is a real, like, this is the sort of trivia. This isn't trivia at all. In fact, this is knowledge. This is the sort of information that a well read adult who reads the New York Times should have available to them. And seeing the way that the, I've started to read the, like some tertiary crossword stuff. I read uh, the daily, um, uh, I feel what it's actually called, the New York Times uh, crossword like column. Mm-hmm. It's called Wordplay. Yes, it's called Daily Wordplay, where there's like a, a person will kind of talk through the puzzle and then often the constructor of the puzzle will give uh, some notes at the bottom of it. And I also check in, you know, basically weekly, but especially on, on, um, uh, especially interesting crosswords. Rex Rex Parker does the New York Times crossword, which also sometimes has a guest writer there. And seeing the responses, certain clues that they think are really good and what ones they think are really bad, can totally fall into this trap of like basically good 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 answers are when you've well clued something that very bougie. Like a very bougie knowledge base allowed you to, to come across in your daily life. Something about wine, you know, uh, something about a particular, a particular notion of foreign relations. Like that stuff happens all the time. And so I think it's been very interesting to play the crossword with that. You know, what it reminds me of is it reminds me a lot, Patrick, of listening to political gab fest where it's like, mm. ah, I'm cur- This is, there is a perspective here mm. that represents a very particular, you know, cut of, American liberal elite and that informs it. And seeing that happen in a game is fascinating because you don't, that perspective is not like in video games all that often. You right. know what I mean? And so to engage with it in the, in a mechanical sense like this is fascinating. So thank you for Jackson for sending that in. Uh, again, there's other stuff here worth that, that I, that I was, uh, uh, uh you know, grateful for. Um, but I don't, we don't need to, <laughs> Turn this into a huge crossword uh, thing. I will, however, read this crossword puzzle email from Haley. 
Uh, I'm writing this in response to the discussion of the use of Rebus as the New York Times crossword puzzle. Like Austin, Rebus has often tripped me up. It's not just where my brain goes most of the time. But in their defense, they can sometimes lead to some of the most memorable puzzles. One such puzzle, which I will always remember, was created by Howard Barkin, published April 1st, 2017. I will spoil the puzzle here, so go solve it now if you're interested. Most of the solution is standard cr- uh, crossword puzzle fare, and not even particularly difficult at that. Uh, but among the familiar clues, there are four traps. These are all four letter four letter clues. Um, I'm curious uh, if you if you have these in mind, uh, Akado. Four letters in opposition. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> okay, popular popular cookie. Oreo. Oreo. One of the Great Lakes. Uh, Erie. That's Erie. A, yeah. a Scandinavian capital. Oslo. Oslo. Yeah, the, the in, in opposition was anti. I don't know if yes, I said yeah, that. Okay. The solutions are so obvious that veteran crossword solvers would not even think about entering Erie, Oreo, anti, and Oslo. But something is wrong. You find yourself unable to make sense of these crosses. <laughs> these four solutions are so rock solid that you wrote them in pen. Uh, you must be making a mistake somewhere else. Uh, but no, it's April Fool's Day, and th- those are not solutions. By, me- by making each square in those four solutions into a rebus, the actual solutions are, are in fact, eight letters long, not four. <laughs> Great Lakes, Michigan, popular cookie, thin mint, in opposition, contrary, Scandinavian capital, Helsinki. Oh my uh, God. If I, I know if I were Howard Barkin, I would have been rubbing my hands together and cackling all day. Yeah. Haley. Wow. Miserable. Holy Piece shit. Piece of shit. That rude. Sucks. Deeply, deeply rude. I like can't oh. just, ah, uh, angry. It makes me angry. I think anyway. also like the fact that I, yeah I didn't get anti but the other ones just kind of popped up and I was like oh yeah yeah Pop, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah that's Pop, how often right those happen Absolutely. I've only been doing it like two weeks for really seriously like every single day right. and like that's yep. already like been like oh yeah I've seen that I've seen that so that's just oh that is mean <laughs> that is mean it's, but it's, also it's very cruel. funny <laughs> yes a hundred percent um God uh all right. I think that that's going to do it. I have, a, I, have, I, have a, I have a I have a question. Mm. Okay, uh, this comes in from Patrick. Uh, yeah, he's curious what uh, Austin and Kato think of Midnight Suns, the new Marvel. Uh, oh fuck! Yeah. I forgot to talk about that trailer. God. Having having that game cards. has cards in it. That game has cards <laughs> in it. That's it. I'm I'm I actually here's what I'll say. You now now skip now. <laughs> You Max know, Kel- you know, Max I Kellerman, love cards. you know how I feel about cards. <laughs> you know how I feel about cards. Cards are like a family to me. Um, <laughs> but I really want to know. I really want to know what about cards? No, okay. I mean, you could just make a game with cards. Yeah, because cards are fun. I've been playing Griftlands again. I haven't brought it up on the podcast, but Griftlands, it's great. I really love it. I wish I had been. I wish I had not been so deep into it in early access, so that when it dropped at 1.0, I could have gotten back into it then and been really like, or gotten into it then and been really loud about it then because I think it deserves it. Though also, it has like 10,000 positive reviews on Steam. It's doing fine. <laughs> I like that. Like I saw that today and like felt relieved. Honestly, right. I was like, oh, thank God, it found an audience. Um, uh, overwhelmingly positive, 9,200 views. Great. Good job. Congrats to that team. Um, the, I, my first thought while watching that trailer was what about Midnight Suns, which is the new Firaxis, uh, uh, Marvel, mm-hmm. uh, tactics game in which you play an original character plus a bunch of, uh, Marvel characters as you fight the kind of supernatural, uh, uh, side of, of Marvel's Rose Gallery. Uh, Hydra has resurrected uh, Lilith and there's demons and undead and blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, 
what about that drove that what about that is in conversation with cards right. what is it about cards that fit that well um and you don't it doesn't need to be that way right like you know i think griff lands it works because you're playing a bunch of like you know weird grifters and and bounty hunters and you feel like to some degree the cards really fit that fantasy of you know han solo you know playing a playing a game of of sabacc uh you know across <laughs> the table like there's a vibe there cards fit that wild west the space wild west aesthetic really well but slay the spire doesn't do that slay the spire is just a card game right. it happens to be a card game and it, it works you can just have a good card game idea and then theme it but i, I but, also watching that i wasn't sure why this should be this and not just play like an XCOM. Um, right Kata. well i'm also curious whether or not like how randomized is this gonna be how big how deep is your deck know. right like, are you I building can't... decks are, you must be building decks right it's just like no these are your five each... cards and we've represented it as cards because cards are hot but it's really more the way about back to blood back to blood has right. back for blood has cards but it's not it doesn't. You're not being. Um, you are being. You are being dealt. You are being dealt. Yeah, hand, and it's like you? that randomness mm. is kind of like inherent to when you use cards. And but it, mm-hmm. I haven't actually seen it, so I don't know. And part of me almost feels like it might not because if you think about a tactics game, it feels like you want to have the ability. Your abilities available, and maybe like the constriction comes in how many of them you can use in one turn, right? Like maybe, maybe, isn't it just I, a different version of the roll of the dice though? So like an XCOM, right? The roll of the dice is in nine, 90, ten, 90, 10, right? And that ten, that ten can miss. And like, is isn't this? But you can always possibility here that they're just shifting. Like the card's gonna hit. Like the card works. Mm. Like you play the card, right, the thing right. happens. But what card you what's, have available? What's changing is, is the, the cards available. Right, to you. right. That's a, that, uh, like, that's the thing I, I'm really curious about is how randomized it's gonna be because it. It almost like none of it has shown like a, and then here's your new hand. Like none, we do, we haven't gotten enough as far as I can tell in these previews mm-hmm. to be like, oh yes, there's a deck and you will have like a whole new hand, which means every turn is different or whether or not it's like, no, you, these are your abilities. And the thing that we're limiting you on is how many of them you can play in a turn. Right? I wish they had shown more. Yes. I think they showed just enough. Oh, there's to make drawing. The, they, there they, is. They yeah. show- Okay, but well, but I just feel like the the bit that they showed was just enough for people to go. This looks like a mobile game in a pejorative oh, way a that bummer. is unfair, it's but also unfair. does not reveal like, yeah. nearly enough about like well, what's actually happening here. Like, why did we make the choice to do the cards? Like, yeah. because I, 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 yeah, I don't. Know, I I, I want to know more. I'm not like against right. it, but as someone yeah. that like doesn't particularly care for cards games, but then when heard Fraxis is like the ex the modern XCOM team is making. A Marvel mm-hmm. Tactics game, I saw that and uh, d- didn't like it. But I, that's just like an that's just a reaction to. I just feel like there are so many yeah, cards but, games. You know what? Here's what I'll say my- is this is the team that a lot of people before XCOM totally know said I don't like tactics games. Yep, I, I played X, and they're like, oh shit, this whole genre exists. I right. like this genre. Right. It was just never packaged in a way that worked. And, and for if me. anything, so this is this that. represents the like the culmination of the rise of like. Deck builders, which yeah, is like they've been around long a enough yes, that a triple yes. A studio got approval to make one yep. with like larger production values and um you know with a license yeah. like this. I mean, so yeah, I, believe me, I am not I am not saying I trust this team implicitly. Like I I, I adore like you know XCOM and XCOM two are some of my favorite games of all time. Like I, I, I'm in, but I, I'm not. I also can't pretend to also be in the same bucket of other people to be like ah. Yeah. Uh oh. Um. 
just because th- that's what I was expecting. And then the moment the cards came, I was like, that's not, I, that's, this is not what I thought this game was going to be, but I'm, you know, yeah. I'm, you fully, know I'm fully on board with trusting the team. Cause they're smart. An easy case for this that they got to, that they made was huh. XCOM has 31,876 very positive reviews on steam. Positive, very positive. XCOM two has 49,000, you know, very positive, recent mixed. Slay the Spire has 82,000 overwhelmingly positive reviews on Steam. Mm. The audience for Deck Builders is here. Yeah. Um, it exists. We're, we're real. Uh, yeah. and, and, and I we played, exist. remember, one of my favorite, one of my favorite, um, uh, games of the year so far is Trials of Fire, a tactics based, uh, open world exploration, uh, or sorry, a deck building based open world exploration, uh, tactical RPG that I think is like, brilliantly yeah. designed i love that game it's not getting the love that these other games are getting it only is like two thousand reviews on steam um and and so so you know i i do believe that they can make a really good tactical rpg using using cards like that's not that's not uh, a doubt for me the question is what will they um right. kato uh at 137 of the gameplay reveal trailer okay. there is uh uh Doctor Strange uses Agamotto's gaze, which says, draw the last two attacks played plus one card play next okay. turn. So I guess all that says is that there is a discard. I guess it doesn't right. explicitly say, but if you're drawing cards, that makes me think that there is a, that it would be very silly if you're, if you, yeah. if you have a, a, yeah, if you have a, um, a discard, but not, but not a draw deck, you know, yeah, totally. I guess it's possible though. Um, so, so yeah, there, there you go. Uh, I'm curious. I'm, I'm curious about what the overall, you know, they released a six minute, like deep dive, quote unquote, on, on how some of the stuff works. Um, but that wasn't a deep enough dive for me because I want to, I want to, and I'm sure that's coming. The game's coming out in March. It's not, it's like, it's not far off in the grand scheme of things. Like they've made all the big choices design wise on the game. And now they're, you know, in the, in the polish, you know, phases, they, they head towards the next, you know, six months and change. So I'm, yeah, I, I just feel like the rollout of this game could have been better, I I think. And I just, I wanted the 20 minute, like, show me around, like, yeah, how, yeah, how does yeah, this yeah. work? Like, and that's coming. I and know we'll, get that's that. how these, we'll get that. That's how they, yeah. yeah. And it's not like I wasn't going to play the game. So, like, <laughs> they, they had me at Firaxis and then really had me at Marvel. So yeah. it's like the, car, I mean, the this cards is, are not going to dissuade me. I don't know how long I've been saying they should make a, I think the specific thing I probably said was they should make an X-Men uh, tact- uh, an X-Men tactics game uh, but obviously this is more broad than that because it's, right. it's the whole it's a lot of Marvel characters including many who have nothing to do with supernatural shit you know what I mean it's just they're all, Captain America's here too don't worry I guess Captain America was Captain Hydra. Marvel in the Midnight Sun Sun's, or Sun's Ark to, whatever, you know who knows but she I has a movie not. I believe not I believe that that is uh, I guess I don't know there's, there's a lot of members here so maybe she's in there so more members here than I thought there were um, and I'm sure so. there's characters they haven't shown. Like I saw in yes, the yeah, gameplay yes. snippet, they, there are discussions about Wanda. So yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. They did talk about Wanda as if like there's a plot if there's ma- if there's like dark magic. You know, yeah, Wanda Maximoff yeah. is not yeah. not far off. And and it seems like there's a again like Wolverine is here. So X Men are on the table. That that yeah. this is post. Hey everyone, that, Wolverine that is here. Wolverine hey. got to be here. Hey. You know, hey. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> say the line, Wolverine. Um, he said the, he said the line. He does say Bub in this. He does say he? Bub. Does he not? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Okay. Someone also go. noticed that um, at one point, this I think this was on like uh, a, a message board somewhere. It was like uh, they spotted Wolverine cleanly shaven. Oh yeah, full hair. Yeah. And it's like 
What's going can on here? We got like a bar, like an in-house barber. People are also already worried that like this is going to go. And I think this is a legitimate concern that there's going to be a lot of uh, because 2K has done this with their sports games, and this game would be well oh. equipped for yo. You want some cool outfits? Uh, oh yeah, uh-huh. spend spend that money. I, um, listen, so as long as I can only spend money on outfits and not spend it on card decks, my wallet will be sure. Only, only, only impacted by how good the outfits are. I yes. Guess. If they're good outfits, there's good outfits. I'm going to be fucked up. Um, I, also, I should say there's some other stuff happening here besides cards. Like, this is not a tile based. No. As yeah. far as it looks, it's not a tile based tactics game. Right. It's like, um, measurement based. It's like, it's like line of sight, like, you know, the distance between two characters. There's lots of knockback into explosive things or over cliffs or whatever, um, over off of buildings. Uh, fun AOE like cones and and radius circle things and you know uh it it seems like they're trying some new stuff which is which is better than I I expected that I really expected when when this leaked to just basically look like um what what's it called Some, whatever squad Chimera squad Chimera squad uh and it doesn't it does not look like they just took the Chimera squad to like to do it what looks like the Chimera squad stuff is mostly Hey, we're gonna make individual characters who have their own stuff, who have their own, you know, unique abilities versus and have the more doing- sto- like story beats. This game is gonna yes. have a hub yes. that you are walking yes. around, talking, making dialogue choices. Like it, you know. However, this project turns out, my guess is I will end up liking it quite a bit. But like, I'm I'm so glad the team is spending the time doing other things. Like between, like I know that you know mm-hmm. you and Rob didn't for lots of reasons didn't you know didn't like chimera squad but I, no no listen i was i remember it was, it was the, the cops stuff yeah no i get yeah that's what yeah, i mean yeah, that's, yeah. that's what i mean yeah. like that's the, the stuff i didn't like t- i thought the, the core design yeah. was yeah. was really really good but, but like like, between, like this playing with cards like they're gonna make xcom 3 right yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. going to it's been yeah. six years like it makes sense for them to take you know whenever that game comes it's probably the project after this like it's yep. it's you know i that that makes me so excited for like whatever that project also becomes. So like they've yeah. taken a huge chunk of time off, come back, get excited. All the stuff they're doing in these other projects is like, yeah, like take some of this shit and put it in XCOM yep. and you're going to have like the XCOM game. Like you didn't even know you were dreaming of, That's um, right. <laughs> but like that game would be rad. Yeah, totally. So we'll see. Uh, Midnight Suns spelled differently than the comic because yeah. who knows? Because who knows? Because Disney, I, I truly, I'm sure someone will write this up. Someone should report that out. Why is this sons and not I mean, sons? The, my first guess is just because there's there's woman in the team now, where it was men before. Shit, like Kato, that's stop it with that. No, it was, the, the original team. The original team had to. The original team had so many members. Yeah, okay. I was just yes. The original members include Jennifer Kale. And, okay, okay. And where a bunch of characters I don't know. No offense to Werewolf by Night, but I don't know you. <laughs> I, are you sure that that's man. not just Logan, but like a little sleep? That would actually be extremely <laughs> funny. Oh God, that would be extremely funny. I, I Werewolf by Night doesn't even have an image on Wikipedia. Yeah, okay, sure, I see. Hold on. Why Marvel's Midnight Suns game renamed itself from the Midnight Suns? Thank you, uh, thank Brad you. Lang over at CBR.com. Uh, thank you. Da, da, da. Let's see the decision. The call of the game Marvel's Midnight Suns was driven by Firaxis' love for the original Midnight Suns comic series. While the change in the name highlights the fact that this is not a retelling of the original story oh. and that it offers a completely new forgettable, unforgettable adventure, that Marvel's the Marvel's Midnight Suns name is unique. 
to the game. That doesn't sound real. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound that real. Sounds like using a, right? you sound, that sounds like you're hiding a real It's reason. like when they did <laughs> Civil War and then they did Civil War 2. Right, they. That's how comic book names change sometimes. Yeah, like it's the yeah. same. It's similar to the last thing, but it's not the same. It's thing. similar to the last thing. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe. 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 Anyway, uh, I'm curious about it. I'm excited yeah. about it. We'll, we'll yeah, see how same. it goes. Um. All right. Now we are truly done. Uh, we are probably not going to have an episode on Tuesday. My guess is because we're off on Monday, which is when we record these. Yeah. Um. Uh. Uh. Rob will be back next week though for the the, the Friday pod. Um, any other? What, oh, is there a uh, there's a sim stream today, right? Yes, is that correct? Kata? Yes, Gita and Emily are coming back to play yeah. the new. I uh, forget exactly what the pack has, but I remember them. I feel like it was Windows. Like, there were people were mad about people Windows. People were mad about remember? Windows that should have been included. I think it's like industry based, like industrial design based, like um. Yeah, something like I be- that. I, be- I, be- I believe the, it. the industrial loft kit. Yes, that's it. Industrial loft. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, tune in for that. Um, and then we'll do probably do a stream next week. I don't know what yet. We'll, fi- we'll figure it out. We'll figure something out. Uh, and then and then I'll be back next Friday, and and that'll be the final Austin Walker hosted Waypoint Radio. Uh, the the Walker era will come to a close. <laughs> Update the, update the wiki. Update the wiki. That's right. Um, all right. Uh, I hope everybody has a good weekend. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Waypoint. Follow us on YouTube, Twitter.com. Nope. YouTube.com slash Waypoint Vice. Twitch.tv slash Waypoint. Follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Walker. Patrick, where can people find you? Can me checking this Facebook group for the city I live in, in which Janine posts Found set of keys on bike trail near library. <gasps> dropped off at police station. Could be you. The, the, the drive that I do to take my kids to daycare very close go to near a there. number of those objects. So I, I was going I, to say, did, did you drop them all running? But 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 I didn't know how early no, you did like a morning I, my, run. Well, now one of my running theories is how how is the the bat how is the battery dead? Um, at six fifty five, because I could yeah. it have like f- slid off the. The, 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 like the top of the car i didn't know i put them there i go back in to yeah, get my wife's keys yeah i did it with the pretty sure i used once. my keys the most and then, but maybe i let maybe because sometimes i have a lot of stuff in the car that i'm taking out like the kids have like the rest of their breakfast that they're eating mm-hmm. so did i put the keys on top of the car think i left them in the house but then grabbed my wife's keys left them on the top of the the car and then they slid off at some point that's a very recent i've done that with a coffee mug i've done that <laughs> yep, with i've like, done that with yep Kids I was on a long trip once, and we stopped to get food. Um, and it was like me and like four other people, and we all put our, we all got in, and I put my, I was driving, I put my drink on the top of my the car, and we pulled away, and it took a minute or two. We left the like we're back on the highway, <laughs> and it spilled all over the front. Oh windshield. my god! Uh, <laughs> oh and I no. felt one. I felt bad because I was like, oh fuck, that's a very stupid thing to do, very foolish. Uh, but the, I also just felt bad because I didn't have a drink. I was the only one in the car without a drink. <laughs> Very annoying. Yeah. So now this uh, has got me thinking I got to get in the car and slow drive. Yeah. It's the same route. It's it's yeah. the same, like, not like 12 blocks. Like, I'm going to have to go like, just cruise it and just like slow. Cause I don't uh-huh. know that if I was driving at 30 miles an hour, like it's enough for the tile to like pick it out. So I need right. to like go at a slower pace, but I will say <laughs> I did. 
I responded to this happened while we were recording and I responded. Mm-hmm. I was like, Hey, like there's a bears, like, you know, uh key and, uh, like a, a, a beer opener, like identifiers. Like, <laughs> yeah, did, yeah, did, you, yeah. did you see you those when you brought them, them off? Yeah. She said, no, they, those were not oh, on there. Oh. So not my keys, but it, it, but it gives me a new theory. To, to play with. Right. Well, when the reality is probably. Maybe just walk around the underneath the pillow. But just walk around the immediate neighborhood and see. That's if, what I'm thinking. Maybe it would have fallen out really quick early, right? That's what I'm thinking. Anyway, if you find Patrick Keys. <laughs> yeah, Patrick let me. Keys. I put it in lost mode. So <laughs> there you I'm go. hoping that a one of the 3,000 tiles that it says are in the area will will ping it. Um, oh, that'd be good. I didn't know I said that I could do that. That's neat. Hmm. Yeah, um, you can do that. The I've, I've thought about switching them to. Uh, Apple's AirTags because it uses their dystopian any any Apple device can be used as a non-identifying wow. device to yeah. like ping a thing. So it's like if someone was just to literally walk within, you know, 50 feet of it, right? they wouldn't it would know. Ping. It would just tell me like, you hey, an iOS an device. And, yeah, an Apple and would know. And the police would know. <laughs> Presumably. Um, <laughs> but then I'd also have my keys back. So. Yeah, uh-huh. That's how they get you. Uh, but I don't have right. any tags, so I can't do that. So. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, twitter.com slash Austin underscore Walker Patrick. Like I said, Patrick Clapper. Yeah. Cotto, how about you? At A underscore Cotto underscore appears. Uh, hey, go read Patrick's piece on Cookie Clicker. Uh, uh, cookie Clicker wasn't meant to be fun. Why is it so popular eight years later? Uh, Waypoint.vice.com. Yeah, it's a, a. I talked to the designer uh, uh, of, of Cookie Clicker about the games on Steam this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Idle games, clicker games, non-games, whatever you want to call them. Like, they haven't really done anything for me, but they do a thing for a lot of people. And so, um, kind of like the, the the thrust of the story is, how how why do satires of game mechanics keep becoming popular in and of themselves? Right. Um, <laughs> because you there's the an arc to uh, Progress Quest, if you played that in the early 2000s, which was a uh, a game in which bars just fill there's there's no touching anything you randomly roll a character and bars just fill it was a satire of everquest that was like as far as we know historically the first sort of like idle game of like a game that plays itself and then you have cow clicker you know ian bogos uh you know famous infamous uh satire of farmville and the rise of social games from companies like zynga that also itself became popular despite trying to make fun of games like farmville and then cookie clickers. There's like a long history of satires becoming enjoyable themselves, thus just Num- revealing the psychology of our brains and mm-hmm. yeah, and how you <laughs> why there should probably be further regulation of them. No, I feel like we just treat it like uh, you know Wild West laissez-faire. Yeah. We'll figure it out. The market will regulate itself. That's what I always hear. Hell yeah. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> thank you as always to Bone Floating. Excuse the track. Miss you off the EP Pale Machine. Find out more about that. Waypoint.zone slash B-O-E-N. That's it. Those are the things I say. I'll talk to y'all next week. Until then, fuck capitalism. Go home. Peace. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. See, they announced uh, no upgrade path for the new game. What? Either pay 80 bucks to get a PS4 and PS5 version or... Okay. Well, that's sort of an upgrade path, but not really. Yeah, yes, like, but that's like, cheaper but it than me- buying it means twice, if you are a PS4 owner that... You have to... Na- you before have to, you, you just get have to the ass- PS5. Yes, you have yeah. to just like... Which I, I see how they arrive at that because you probably get a decent number of people that end up paying the tax. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if you just buy the PS4 version, there's no way to just like upgrade your PS4 version. You have to rebuy it or purchase the deluxe. That's just kind of come on. But I bet a lot of people will do it. Like they'll get people who make mistakes and they'll get people who will pay 80 bucks. I see how you arrive at that. Hideo Kojima tweets. I have a number of ideas that I want to create with Mads as the main character. Mm. I once explained one of them to Mads. He listened intently. But when I told him the title, he broke his face. He seemed to think I was joking. I was serious, though. The tentative title was Mads Max. <laughs> Jokes. He's got, I don't know. He's ser- I think he's serious. Yeah, I think he's serious. I think he's serious. I highly recommend oh. if, if you're ever looking for a, a movie to watch. Uh, Riders of Justice. It was this uh, movie that uh, Mads was in. Last year, mm-hmm. um, I forget what what is his. Which is why I did not hear about it because it came out last year. Yeah, is he Danish. I would say he's like, Danish. I believe. Uh, I believe so it's, yeah, it's it's like in his native tongue, like with this director that he's worked with for mm. decades, I guess. But none of these movies get any real exposure overseas. Um, it's it's like it's he play. It's like a kind of an inversion of the John Wick formula in a way. Um, sure. Okay. With him, and it's 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 pretty good. That's fun. Um, I'm just gonna say something about. I really wish I could. Ha- I I want to hear, and maybe it would it would be heartbreaking. But I would mm. love to hear how Mads Mikkelsen and Norman Reedus talk about Hideo Kojima to each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of empty canvas there mm-hmm. for what that conversation could be like. Mm-hmm. I want to know how seriously they take him. I want to know how how. Like, are they as infatuated with his the way that he talks about his art as he is with them? Are they happy? Are they inspired by him? Are do they think he's kind of a joke? Like, I really want to know what they feel in their hearts. I've 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 never. Do they think it's a it's a good check and a fun project. Like, there's a there's a huge spectrum of what it could be. Yeah, my my gut is that like he seems to be able to kind of like wave a wand around mm-hmm. people and. It, Mads is more of a uh, intellectual is the wrong word, but more like high minded uh, artiste sort yeah, of like actor. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, he what's would, his he, face? Words, the Walking Dead dude, Norman Reedus. Yeah, I, don't I, am know. Not, I am not trying to say like he's some sort of dumbass, but he All just right. seems like a more of a speaks Welcome from back. the gut sort of yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're, right, you're right. I don't think Norman Reedus would. My instinct. I don't think is he that, would lie to me. Like, <laughs> right. I don't know him, but he just seems like he would just be like. 
I think this guy's a genius. And then yeah. the fact that Mads, who seems a little more, has like worked with so many incredible, you know, mm-hmm. creatives over the years. And he's also like, I think he might be, I think in his heart of hearts over six beers is like, I think he's kind of a genius. And also the fuck's going on with that dude? Like, I think right, like right, both can right, be true. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. There might be some stuff here for the post pod. Gotta come back around. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. All, all that's good. <laughs> yeah, uh, can be taken. Uh, uh, wait, what was the first thing that we talked about? Because there might be one. Th- I forget what we opened on. That was not that stuff. Oh, I think that's fine. Yeah, we're yeah. fine. Yeah, that's fine. We're good. Listen, I just cover cover my ass. Yeah, you know, if, if you have kind of just of, add, we, add a couple of <laughs> just 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 for just yeah, to just make just people think. Flavor. That's yeah. for fun. Yeah. What are we talking about? Who could <laughs> add, in, in, keep in this part? Yeah, like and part. add the bleeps here. Yeah. Oh yeah, we know it. Mm? <laughs> exactly. Just don't tell people that I said. Whatever I just said, just that right. Um, all right. Damn, Twitter. Twitter's planning a bunch of new privacy features, which is usually a, and they sound useless. Yeah. <laughs> but this one, a tool to archive old tweets so that they're no longer visible to others oh, after sick. a specific amount of time designated by the user. Fuck yes, that's like, amazing. Because I would actually I'm, like yeah. to have all my tweets yep, same and surface them yep. at my choosing and have my bad and ignorance buried as part make... of the learning process but not just like remove from time i did it once i got rid of yeah. everything from like the first five years on on twitter um at one point i think i'm gonna get rid of everything before cake so bad that would be my first tweet that's <laughs> good <laughs> you know oh, I mean? but you've got you at this point you should hold out and see if you can save it through that's uh, that's what i'm saying like yeah. using this that would I be think, perfect man Okay, I feel like every I feel like the, the, everyone should try and find their version their, of their that. version of what is their thing that they're like ah what like the meridian line this like is some, it. yeah exactly some... I can't dig deeper than this um that's so funny. I can't throw this out like there's other stuff before that that I think are like five good funny tweets or sure you know game journalism tweets criticism whatever it is like you know but that's like a pivot point it's a pivot point like, like something boom, like yeah this hit hmm. and everyone and got also. Them. And also, it is like, I can't get rid of that tweet. I want no, people to can't. keep retweeting that tweet. That's a can't. good... <laughs> I wake up sometimes and see people retweeting that tweet and go like, uh-oh. Well, you just got to become uh, a super tweeter, and people can pay to unlock... Oh, my God. What if you, what if you could... People could pay to unlock that tweet to share it? <laughs> can you retweet super tweets? I don't know how don't super know. tweets work. I don't know how the super follow thing works. Um, Me either. But I, I like the idea of your people you follow... They can use your tweets however they like. Right, however they yeah, but that's what they're but like <laughs> the 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 peasants must pay uh, for to, the, to to touch the tweet. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the, the name opposite, of the feature. That's the oh, opposite of touch grass. We found it. <laughs> touch tweet. <laughs> um. All right. All right. Let's let's clap. Fifty. Uh, yep.